The long-awaited GTA 6 trailer showed up a bit earlier than anticipated. Thanks to a leaker who published the trailer on Twitter, Rockstar quickly took down the leaked trailer and published their own on YouTube ahead of schedule. They simply tweeted a link to the YouTube trailer and said, Our trailer has leaked, so please watch the real thing on YouTube. Reactions to the trailer are ranging from the ecstatic to the disappointed to the downright obsessive. Fans are watching and re-watching combing over every square inch of the trailer looking for clues or maybe just some spicy screen grabs I have my own thoughts on the trailer but I also want to discuss the public's reaction but I also want to talk about how leakers continue to ruin big moments like this and big announcements now I put all of the good information right here at the beginning of the video so you don't have to go looking for it it's sort of an opening monologue and then I discuss it with the live audience that's why the video is longer if you like this kind of content hit subscribe and the bell button so you don't miss my live shows so the GTA 6 trailer that was an announced and scheduled trailer had to jump the gun thanks to a leaker who seemingly forced Rockstar's hand rather than spend the rest of the day doing takedowns of the leaked trailer all across the internet they simply took down the main offender and then published the video early we had planned to go live earlier in the day on Reforge Gaming and do a normal sort of let's watch this let's talk about this and uh, and then have a moment, right? But now that doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. So I'm going to give you my reaction to the trailer first, my thoughts about it. But there is also a lot to break down and talk about from the graphics to the scope of the game, to the tone, the vibe, even character movements and lighting. Second, I want to discuss the public's reaction to the trailer. It seems overwhelmingly positive, but there is a lot of mixed reactions to the release date that showed up at the very end of the trailer. Obviously, a whole range of thoughts about the leaker and leakers in general, which is what I want to talk about at the end, as a leaker has once again taken the wind out of the sails of an announcement. Obviously, that's not really possible for GTA 6, as that would be like trying to slow down a hurricane, but the pattern of leakers jumping the gun on big or even surprise announcements has become pretty commonplace. So first, what were my thoughts on the trailer? So my thoughts on the trailer can be broken into sections, graphics being the first. Uh, the good thing about the graphics, I think, is apparent. The lighting and the character models are immediately noticeable and impressive. It's also clear from early shots that they don't just want a big game, but they want a game that feels alive. Bustling city streets, crowded beaches, full nightclubs give a very very clear indication that they want this game to be more than just a big game but a full game within the realm of graphics there are a lot of things to take note of consistently the lighting is impressive whether it's sunlight headlights or neon lights in a club the lighting has a very real world feel to it clear indications of time of day can be deduced just from the way the sunlight creates a color palette within the world more than lighting the character models are impressive skin texture, facial expressions and even character movement look very impressive, like a blend of in-engine cutscene quality while also looking like raw character model movement within the game itself. A few shots also show off impressive hair physics as well. Now, I saw many point out that this was purely cinematic. I think it is a blend. I think it looks like all of the cutscenes are actually done in-engine as opposed to being fully rendered cinematics. So instead of cutting to a higher resolution or better rendered basically like a movie like you do in some games, this is just going to be using the character models within the game for the cutscenes. 
The other thing that I think the trailer communicates is scope. So many different locales within the Florida setting. Suburbs, beaches, nightclub streets, swamps, boats, high-rise buildings. Almost like when a game shows you all of the different biomes, GTA 6 seems to have a lot of places for you to visit. I also really liked the tone. It feels very current with police videos, local news videos, vertical viral cell phone videos shown throughout the trailer. I also find the potential story to be more interesting to me. A true romance vibe, a modern day Bonnie and Clyde story is more interesting to me than just the classic mobster gangster or criminal story arc obviously as a safe for work channel there are elements of the game that just wouldn't really fit with my content but i would imagine that a game like gta 6 offers a lot of freedom so if someone wants to avoid the more risque or spicy environments and content they should be able to do that we'll obviously have to wait and see if they make you go into some of those areas in the game so what did the public think about this trailer. Overall, the public response has been overwhelmingly positive. At the time of writing this monologue, I wrote this at 9 a.m. Eastern. That was when the trailer was originally supposed to go live. Uh, That's 14 hours on YouTube. It had 65 million views with 7.5 million likes. Now, just an hour later, it's at 69 million views, nice, and 7.6 million likes. So in just a matter of an hour, it has amassed 4 million more views, so almost 70 million total views at this time. It is the number one trending video on YouTube and will likely be the most watched, if not one of the most watched, game trailers in history. Now, this is typical. I did see some negative response, though, to the fact that the game will not be landing on PC when it launches. And this is typical for Rockstar, but I think many were hoping for a chance for something to be different this time around. Just this morning, PC Gamer published an article entitled, There's No Technical Reason Rockstar Can't Give or Can Give for Why a PC Version of GTA 6 Isn't Arriving with the Console release. PC Gamer feels this is purely a marketing move and that Rockstar wants as much control over the PC version and the modding as well. They cited something that happened with GTA 5. Now, I wasn't able to find if Rockstar has ever given a concrete reason for why they take this approach, but it certainly is a sore spot for PC gamers. Just a quick Google search for GTA 6 PC will find a host of articles confirming it that it's not coming to PC when it first launches, with some bemoaning the choice. TechRadar said, damn it, Rockstar, why isn't GTA 6 coming to PC at launch. They also took issue with the 2025 launch date. They said, first of all, there's the release date reveal, and it ain't pretty. All we got was coming 2025. That's ages away. I'm not sure how roughly 18 months is ages away. Obviously, if it lands late 2025, that's basically two years, but that's nothing compared to past gaming marketing windows, especially if you look at what Rockstar typically does. It typically is announcement trailer, and then two years later, the game comes out. At the, you know, at the latest, maybe we're, you know, looking at, you know, 24 total months. I have always said, I don't really want to hear about a game unless it's within the 12 month window. And I have said at the latest, you know, maybe 18 months. You got to remember it's December of 2023. So 2023 is over. We're a month away from 2024. So if this trailer would have landed in, you know, February or March of 2024, I don't think people would have been like shocked to see, oh my gosh, I can't believe it's coming out next year. You have to remember, this is GTA 6. A two-year window after the announcement trailer is totally fair for a game of this size and popularity. 
There was also the earnings call that anticipated a large influx of revenue for them in the fiscal year that ends in March of 2025. So we could be looking at a quarter one 2025 release, which is honestly not that far away in the world of gaming announcements and trailers. They have all next year to do gameplay reveals, interviews, and dominate any gaming event that they tend to show up to. So I definitely saw mixed response to the 2025 release date in the public. Some are saying, hey, look, take all the time that you need. I said that this is plenty of time for them to really get it polished and ready to go, but I don't see any evidence in the trailer for a need for polish. It looks quite good, and I sort of agree with people. Take all the time that you need. This is an ambitious title. This is a huge title. They have a lot riding on this, given the popularity of GTA Online and GTA 5. Now, others are angry, which I find strange. Many have been giving both PlayStation and Xbox and other companies grief for not talking about more of what is coming down the road further than just the next 6 to 12 months. I've continued to say that gaming marketing is changing and you're commonly going to hear about games only within the year or maybe 18 months of them coming out. And when a company does exactly what people have been asking for, like, hey, tell us something earlier, talk to us, let us know what's coming, well, then everybody gets mad anyway. Game companies can't really win here. They either announce too soon and they frustrate people because nobody wants to wait, or they wait a long time to say anything, and that frustrates people because people are like, just say something, just talk to us. The last element of the public response has to do with the leaker. Many are metaphorically calling for the leaker's head, feeling that this person ruined a huge moment, not just for Rockstar, but for the gaming community. Instead of a huge, memorable, and even historic event that we all got to gather around the table for, it was a random push in response to a scumbag who wanted to promote some crypto. Many are dismissive of this and say it doesn't really matter. Look how many views the tweet and the trailer got for Rockstar, but that's not the point. One of the most enjoyable aspects of gaming is the communal aspect. Live events, showcases, and major reveals, they're exciting. And like many things, they're even more exciting when shared with other people. Streams and live chats were scheduled. Folks had planned their day around this video's release. Just look at the viewership and think of how many people out of the 70 million were looking forward to this and it felt like this momentous occasion within the gaming world. And instead, we got a poor quality version with crypto plastered over it and the publisher felt like their hand was forced. They could have spent the next 14 hours smacking down every re-upload all across the internet or just push it live and take the attention away from the leakers. I think Rockstar made the right choice, but I don't feel like they really had much of a choice, which is the last thing I want to talk about. Leakers and the future of gaming marketing, okay? I started drawing attention to leakers being a problem when the Metal Gear Solid trailer was nothing more than a met expectation rather than a huge surprise. Everyone knew it was coming. So the artistry, the timing, the pacing, all the work that went into the Metal Gear trailer, it didn't land like a surprise or like a bomb. It felt more like a showcase bingo checkbox. Like, oh, we knew that was coming. Tom Henderson of Insider Gaming seems to think that Rockstar shot themselves in the foot by uploading the video ahead of time and announcing it. Once the video is on the YouTube servers, it's basically a countdown before someone figures out a way to get to it. 
And I'll be honest, the leaker meta is getting old. But I am torn. I like outlets like Insider Gaming. I like Tom Henderson. I've appreciated all the articles from Bloomberg about, listen, this is what happened to this massive failed game or this flop. Outlets and individuals having sources in the gaming world is helpful, and I believe it's good for the consumer. But it's a double-edged blade. It also means there's a constant flow of info through back channels that isn't really meant for the public to know or see just yet. Announcements fall flat, or don't really register as a big surprise, or sometimes things won't happen that were heavily hinted at or leaked, and then everybody's angry because leakers had us all thinking that something was coming, and it wasn't. So an entire meta of clout chasing through leaks or insider information is becoming more commonplace in the gaming space, which means going forward, game companies have to anticipate this. The rules have changed. The Game Awards may face similar issues just this week. Big reveals, appearances, or surprise announcements may get completely blown by days or hours leading up to the event by some leakers. In general, what this means is that leakers may be our worst enemy. They give us what we want, but not really in the way that we want, and it could motivate more companies to start saying less, or maybe they start spending less, or showing up to events and showcases less often. Spending months and sometimes years working on a huge reveal to only have it leaked by some faceless clout-chasing Twitter account that's banned and disappears into the ether moments later, that might start motivating companies to spend or think differently about marketing. Some have even speculated that a lot of the leaks aren't really leaks anymore. Companies are just leveraging the leaker meta for free advertising. I say, leak out false info, trace down the rats in your company, and fire them. But that might be more trouble than it's worth. At the end of the day, Rockstar has dropped an earth-shattering trailer with respect to viewership and publicity, but it also draws a lot of attention and puts a huge spotlight on the ongoing battle with leakers. So don't be surprised if in the future game companies start changing their strategy and we start hearing and seeing less. But that's just my take on the trailer and the leaker. I want to know, what do you think? So let me give you my thoughts And my uh, conclusions on this, the GTA 6 trailer is a great example of what gaming has turned into. Gamers pine for info, they scream at companies to reveal or say something, and when they do, they get mad that the game's not coming out anytime soon. I've always said that gamers are often their own worst enemy. The second thing I want to say is the public reaction to the trailer is an interesting experiment. Some focus on the graphics, some are focused on the beautiful women, right? Some just want to know, you know, was that gameplay or was that a cinematic right that's a question i'm seeing crop up pretty often but then a whole narrative about launching on pc or launching in 2025 crops up and becomes a point of debate i will say that overall this is a hugely celebrated trailer and it's really just adding to the strong 2023 that we're having for gaming my conclusion is this the gta 6 trailer proved one thing to be true Rockstar has a very big job ahead of them. The game is being looked at as being generation-defining, a turning point for big open-world games. And like so many games before it, high expectations can be like a swinging guillotine hanging over the game. Hype and overpromising can be the death of a game, and GTA 6 will not have any shortage of both. From where I sit, Rockstar is a company that I believe can deliver on the excellence that gamers are expecting from GTA 6. But we currently have a long list of major developers that have somewhat fallen from grace. CD Projekt Red, BioWare, and Bethesda, and other devs continue to struggle to outshine their glamorous pasts. 
CD Projekt Red got Cyberpunk back on track, but it fell significantly from the quality that everybody expected after The Witcher 3. Can Rockstar get out from underneath the shadow of GTA 5 and deliver something better? Well, I believe that they can, and I want to know, what do you think? Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome in to Input Delay, a daily gaming talk show here on Reforge Gaming. I'm your host, Lono, and we we love to do live reactions to trailers. We love to do live events. So this was a huge bummer. I was in the middle of playing a game that I'll be reviewing uh, for you guys, and I had to stop doing that, and I had to scramble to write a monologue and get everything ready for today. I didn't even have time to finish it. I had to write a lot of the monologue this morning because I was gathering as much information and feedback from people as I could and in doing that I almost you know wasn't able to get upstairs in time for dinner so this really threw everything off for what we were planning on doing which I think is a huge huge bummer you know I know a lot of you guys were looking forward to sharing in the moment you know taking the morning to watch it together and to get excited and instead it got slapped like pushed out you know randomly uh, because of a leaker and you couldn't even see the trailer in the one that they released like they slapped crypto in front of it which is hilarious like is anybody actually going to watch that and buy your stupid crypto Uh, you basically made it impossible to watch the dumb trailer So go through your morning rituals, smash that like button, that helps us out, that's free, if you want to talk in the chat, hit subscribe, it's a daily talk show about gaming, I am safe for work, just want to mention a couple of the ways that you can support, if you like the glasses I'm wearing, they are from Gamer Advantage, there's a link below, if you like the shirt that I'm wearing, a nice cool samurai cyberpunk shirt i thought it was fitting game you know game in the vein of like the cyberpunkian you know era or 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 game style i should say gta this comes from ripped apparel there is a link below those are great ways to support also memberships we are trying to get back up to 2000 members and then we're going to set our sights on 2500 and you guys are already started han shot first and so did you ryan hayer with a five bomb gets us started and then i got a couple more singles here to thank so much you guys already getting us going here Ragnarok gifts a single and a single gifted from Sneaky Wolf. You guys have a little bit of a member train going this morning. Keep it going. Oh, and do not forget that the Frickmas blend is back. It's a short run. It is one of our more uh, favored flavors of Reforge Roast. You can go to reforgeroast.com, get those orders in today, and we do have bundles. You can get the best of both worlds, which is the light and the dark, or you can get all three in the triple threat. Thank you so much, everybody who has been doing that. Xanatos with 16 months in a Reforged Rider membership renews and says, what do you think about Valentine's Day 2025 release fitting for the Bonnie and Clyde type story? I like it. Let's see where that lands. The 14th is a Wednesday. Little untraditional to launch on a Wednesday. Tuesdays and Fridays are pretty popular for releases, but still, I like it. I like it, you know, in the spirit of of the Bonnie and Clyde, in the spirit of it being sort of centering around a couple. I I actually, like I said in the show open, I find that story to be more compelling than just like, you're a gangster, you're a mobster, you're a criminal. I like that it's it's more of the the Bonnie and a modern day Bonnie and Clyde. I think this is the line I'm drawing personally. Eugene says, massive difference between leaking details of a game that has been revealed and leaking a trailer or reveal right like i think the point that i was trying to make is i like that we have industry insiders i like tom henderson i don't have a strong opinion 
in the positive of of Schreier, but I like what he brings to Bloomberg. He has sources. We get the inside scoop. We get the the post-mortem on a game. And we wouldn't get that if these guys weren't plugged in. But what that's done is it's created an environment where everybody's trying to do the same thing. They're trying to get the scoop. They're trying to get the leak. They're trying to get the clout from jumping the gun on something. It's sort of creating this meta. Now, I'm not saying that Tommy Hendy or Bloomberg are like causalities. I just think they're part of the... It's an. It's what Zubair taught me a long time ago, right? It's an emergent property. The The digital age and the growth of gaming and the growth of marketing within gaming has created this sort of ravenous, we want to see it right now. That's true of humans in general, but in gaming, what it does is it creates this opportunity for somebody to say, I'm going to get it and I'm going to show it to you immediately. And then what that turns into is, well, now we're we're getting things when we shouldn't. Now we're having announcements essentially ruined and spoiled. You know, I always am going to go back to that Metal Gear trailer. That Metal Gear trailer would have been a huge moment if nobody knew it was coming. When you finally saw the main character at the end, you'd be like, oh my gosh, this is Metal Gear, right? And I think that that was absolutely, like I said, like a bingo check card. I was like, yep, we knew that one was coming. The Tom Post, uh, Henderson post was a dig at the Series S was quite hilarious. Yeah, that was pretty funny. I, I, that's, I find that kind of, you know, jabbing and making jokes to be, to be harmless and entertaining. It doesn't mean, it it doesn't feel mean spirited. So I thought it was funny. I gave it a retweet. I thought, I thought that was a funny tweet from old Tommy Hendy. <clears throat> what exactly is the Frickmas blend like? What's the flavor? We have all of the flavor um, palettes listed on the Reforge Roast website. I'm happy uh, to tell it to you now. Uh, let's see. Flavor profile for the Frickmas blend. Our seasonal blend is the Frickmas blend. Frickmas is a low acidic custom blend of citrus, chocolate, and green grape with a crisp finish. Now, the green grape actually gives it this very sort of like seasonal bright flavor. It makes it it makes it taste like a like a, a holiday Christmas coffee flavor. Like you wouldn't expect it. You wouldn't expect it, but the green grape is a great touch. I'm drinking some right now. Is that a Puma shirt? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. This this is my my jacket is a Puma. And the underneath is a cyberpunk samurai shirt. Gifted member from Joker Quinn. Thank you so much for doing that. Joker Quinn takes us to 8 out of 25. We're really trying to pump up those membership numbers, guys. If you have been helping us in the past, thank you so much for that. We are aiming at 2,000 right now. We're trying to get back to 2,000 members. And then... I'm going to do something really, really fun with you guys. Uh, Hilly and I are going to stream again on the 15th, but on the 22nd, on the 22nd, we'll do a stretch goal of 3,000. If you guys want me to sing Christmas carols and bring back a night of Frickmas, I will do it. But I don't particularly enjoy doing that. I don't like, I'm not, I don't like singing Christmas carols on stream, but we'll do that. I'll put on the Santa hat and everything. We'll bring it back. If you guys want to do that, that'll be the stretch goal. 2,500 is for community game night. So let's get it going. Eugene says, I mean, PS5 will be close to 60 million by March of 2024. If it was finished, they wouldn't be waiting until 20. 
25 great flavored coffee it's not grape flavored it's like a hint it's like it's not the primary flavor you can sense it in there a little bit force of will says i'll help out with that and he gives a member and bumps the line to nine you guys can help bring back a night of frickmas we used to do like five nights of frickmas that's really really tough for me to do uh puma threads looking proper oh thank you i appreciate that i'm actually wearing adidas pants though i have puma pants that match this jacket i got this one you know when i was coaching soccer figured i wanted to look legit you know what i mean uh 25 months from fozzy moto and it's a vip a very lono christmas album incoming for sure for sure <laughs> leakers nowadays are just ruining all the hype towards everything mainly in the gaming industry yeah, I'm curious what you guys think about that. Like, do you feel like leakers are are having a negative effect on gaming marketing? I I th- I feel they are. I'm I'm not thrilled about the fact that like every time I'm anticipating something like this, I now have this sort of sinking feeling of like somebody's going to ruin it. Right? Somebody's going to ruin it. Somebody is going to leak this trailer, spoil a surprise, whatever. Like this Thursday, right? Jeff Keeley's got the game awards and we're hearing we're hearing that they have a bunch of surprises and a bunch of people showing up and you know, th- there could be some some pretty big things announced, right? Cuz we there's a lot next year. There's a lot next year that we don't know about. And it could all be ruined in the hours leading up to it. We could find out in the middle of the day Thursday, like, yeah, well, this thing's going to happen. It's just, I don't know. I, I've, I've, like I said, I, I draw a line between insiders like Tom Henderson and leakers who are clout chasing and trying to spoil something ahead of it being seen, right? I stay away from YouTube when I know something is going to be launched, says TLove21. I avoid all social media as well. Well, yeah, you, you've you really got to avoid Twitter if you're going to try and watch a show or something without spoilers. That's, that's for sure, yeah. Mighty Healthy says information age, get over it. I don't agree that I have to get over it. I think companies can push back against it and they can try to control the flow of information. I don't think we just say, oh, it's not, yeah, just get over it. It's not a big deal or whatever. No, I, I think I, it'd be great if companies start to combat it a little bit more, you know? Duff thinks that 2024 is going to be pretty light. Do you guys agree? I think a lot of people thought this game was coming next year, and I remember telling people, I was like, I don't know, man. I, they, they, you know, they anticipated a huge influx of revenue for their fiscal year that ends in in March of 2025, and I thought ah, that could be a first quarter 2025 release. Now they could be anticipating this trailer and all the gameplay and stuff that they reveal next year throughout the year. Maybe that allows them to do things in Grand Theft Auto Online that just absolutely increases revenue for them. In, in anticipation of this game that could be why I don't know though phrase cram with five months of membership says thanks to whoever gifted the sub I wasn't even on the stream when it happened also GTA 6 is peak and the series s is coming in with 60p 25 fps yeah I mean I don't want to focus on the series s today but you know that is obviously a thought looking at the graphical fidelity of this game I saw people speculating that even the PlayStation 5 and the series x 
would not be running this game at 60 I'm not sure about that. I'm curious what you guys think. Resolve with a $20 Super Chat tip says, Just about every media that I'm currently interested in from video games to TV shows gets spoiled if I'm not careful. I'm not trying to complain, but even thumbnails sometimes. It's just frustrating. Double-edged sword. Thank you for the $20 Super Chat. That's very generous. Sven with 29 months and a VIP says, Morning. Good morning, Sven. Good to see you. 2024 is already getting stacked. Where are we getting light from? Okay, we're having some disagreement now. People in chat are saying that 2024 is stacked. What, what What's it stacked with? I mean, we know we're not getting Grand Theft Auto 6. That's for sure. Grand Theft Auto 6 release date is 2025. Do you guys think it's going to be early in the year? I thought th- I saw people that were upset because they thought, no, certainly it's going to be end of the year and not in the early year. I think the last quarter is a better quarter to launch in. I think more people are spending money on, you know, the holidays and video games. First quarter isn't always the strongest quarter to release in. Hilly Hijinks with 34 months and a VIP says that I missed the battle. Good to see you, Hilly. There's no indication in the trailer as to performance at all. It's pre-rendered cutscenes. Yeah, but it all looks in-engine, and I think what people are doing is is they're assuming that the in-engine detail is high, right? The in-engine detail is high. Like, here's a, I think here's a good example, right? This scene here where she comes up to the camera and does that, she is clearly an in-engine model that's moving, right? That's not, that's not like a, 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 a pure cinematic. That's an engine model. And the skin detail, the lighting, the, the global illumination, right? How these scenes are lit with shadows and stuff and how it just looks so realistic. I think what people are doing is they're assuming that the engine is going to really be pushing graphical fidelity. It's going to look very, very good. And their thought is, if they really try to push that in an open world environment, you're, you're going to have performance loss. Yo, good morning, Feed. I see you in the chat. Parasito with 13 months in a VIP, says, GTA six times the detail. Thank you very much. Eugene says, it's easy to push graphics and fidelity when there's no gameplay elements running. Right, I don't know if, I don't know if I'm, I'm making this as clear as I'm trying to, okay? I think the reason people are speculating on performance is, the assumption would be, you wouldn't watch these cutscenes, and then come out of the cutscene, in in-engine cutscene, with your model, with the characters' models from the game, you wouldn't come out of that, and have like a dramatic degradation. So I think what people are speculating is they're going to be pushing the lighting and the textures and the graphical fidelity, which in an environment this large would mean you're not going to get 60 FPS. I don't, I'm not saying that I want that. I want 60 FPS, but they could be correct that if they really push environmental and, and textures and lighting, it, it, it would make performance difficult. A $3 Super Chat tip from Son of a Jackal says, So hyped, hopefully trailer at the Game Awards. Yo, thank you so much for that $3 Super Chat. I wouldn't be surprised if they just run this again at the Game Awards. Yeah, GTA 6 trailer just broke our record for the most views on YouTube in 24 hours. Yeah, Mr. Beast has a new record to break. Mr. Beast has a new record to break. Dragon's Dogma 2 is going to be a killer. Uh, Tilu 2 cutscenes versus the gameplay. What do you mean? Tilu 2 cutscenes versus the gameplay. There's not this dramatic difference. The models and the characters, it, it it's not like a night and day difference. It doesn't look like a, like a fully rendered cinematic movie 
versus in-engine gameplay. They look very, very similar. I got my coffee. I missed my precious. Good Zubair. The macro detail is off the charts. Yeah, again, again, I'm not saying that they're correct. I'm just saying... (laughs) They've worked on this game a long time. I, I I don't know. I have no idea if their goal would be to have something look this good in the trailers and this good in the cutscenes, and then they turn it all way down. Again, if they prioritize that, I, I'm on your side, by the way. I'm just trying to represent the people that said what they said on Twitter. I'm on your side. I don't think Rockstar walks out in 2025 and is like, yeah, no, we don't have a performance mode. There's no 60 FPS mode. No. Now I don't think they'll I don't think they'll give you performance mode or 60 FPS on the Series S. That's that's becoming more common. But I definitely am on your side. I don't think that in 2025 they're they're not offering 60 FPS. That would that would be in my mind kind of ridiculous. What did Derek say? My Korean students have learned of Mr. Beast and now accuse me of looking like him because they don't know any other white man YouTubers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they're pulling a watchdogs either Soulzan 2000. I don't think they are. If it's more detailed, that means they are leaning into resolution and graphics. That's a danger to frame rates says Infinite. Forge good to see you. Thank you Comic Verse. I appreciate that. I don't expect the game to look anything like the trailer. Really? I do. I actually expect it to look like this. I there they're, in my in my opinion, they're clearly setting up scenes that you're going to walk up to. You're going to walk up to some of these scenes. The scene in the club, the chick at the hot tub that turns around, the guys on the streets here. I believe that these are things that you're going to experience. Like, it's going to look like this. 2024 releases, some of these are not confirmed, but uh, Prince of Persia, Last of Us Part 2 Remaster, Kill the Justice League, Helldivers 2, Avowed, Black Myth Wukong, Concord, Rise of the Ronin, Star Wars Outlaws, Hellblade 2, Heartland. Yeah, that actually is a pretty good year, and that's probably not even everything. I think pretty much all of Rockstar's trailers and games have looked pretty similar. Yeah, like, look at what they pulled off with Red Dead Redemption 2. You know what I mean? Wired Rope helps out the member count today and gifts five members and takes us to 14. Thank you so much. Those five bombs add up quick, and I appreciate it very, very much. Guys, we're working on getting back to 2,000 members, 2,500 for uh, Community Game Night, and then we have a stretch goal. We have a stretch goal of 3,000, and I will bring back a night of Frickmas, and I'll sing some Christmas carols with you guys on the 22nd. So if you guys want to hit that goal, you've got plenty of time to do it. It's still very early in December. Wired Rope says, screw the haters. That's right. That is exactly right. GTA 6 trailer looks like one long TikTok video. I I actually think it's funny that they include the viral clips, and a lot of them are direct references to things that have happened. The girl twerking on the car, the guy pulling the alligator out of the tu- uh, out of the um I'm sorry out of the pool, uh the the alligator in the store, right? Another gifted member from Rob V, and another gifted member from Rock and Robin. That's a nice setup for a ten bomb to be the agents of chaos. Thank you guys so much. And Garrett Green hits fifteen months and says Rockstar ain't Bethesda I'll bet anyone $100 GTA has a 60 FPS 
mode. Red Dead Redemption 2 is still one of the best looking open world games ever made. Yeah, I feel like Rockstar's got a lot of development chops with respect to making a very good looking open world game. I don't know if G- I don't know if Red Dead Redemption is better looking than certain games like today. People will make that claim. They'll be like, well, this this doesn't look any better than Red Dead Redemption 2. I think sometimes people overstate how good looking Red Dead Redemption 2 is, but I would say it is still in the top running for good looking open world games. It's in the top running right now. Even as old as it is, I, th- I would say that it's always it would it would be included in a top three or a top five list, no doubt. It would fight for first place, honestly, if you compare it to. I'm trying to think of some of the best looking open world games. I think the difficulty too is is where you can put them because like Cyberpunk open world right now has got to be one of the best looking games I've ever seen. If you put it on the right, you know, if you put it on a crazy PC, Joker Quinn with a gifted member, he keeps the member train going. A little bit of a member train going right now. You guys can hop on and contribute to those who need a membership. You can do a single. Can't argue there. Uh, Red Dead's the goat. Captain Toasty Buns with 24 months. Thank you so much. Two full years for Toasty Buns. That's a red badge. How did you feel personally that GTA 6 got late? I was ticked. I was ticked. At a 10 bomb from Brian. He takes the lead today on most gifted members, but he also takes us past 25, the agent of chaos. Thank you so much, Brian. Takes the member train into overdrive. That is very, very kind of you, Brian. Appreciate that very, very much. He's like, I want to hear these Christmas carols. <laughs> That's great. Uh, Red Dead 2 was also running on a base PS4 and an Xbox One. They have much more power to work with now. Uh, that's an excellent point, Mr. Anderson. That is true. That That is that is true. They do have a lot more to work with. Previous trailers and how detailed their worlds were in trailers. Uh, fog going way down as rendering distance goes up, says Butters. Nice, nice side-by-side comparison to GTA 4, 5, and 6 over there from someone on Reddit. Uh, Locks is not waiting for the buzzer today. No, right out of the gate. Hey guys, this is a good, this is a good game. This is a good game to grow the community with. I really do think that like between now when it releases, I think we could do some really fun things with it. There's a lot of fun things you can do with servers and role play and playing with people. Like there's a lot, uh, there's a lot of fun to be had in a game like this. I would imagine. Red Dead Redemption 2 set to 11 on PC is very nice, but Cyberpunk with path tracing is another level. Have ever mentioned this before? You have mentioned path tracing before, yes. And a 20 bomb from online MVP! He comes in. He was a top five gifter last month, and he says he's going to do it again this month. If that's the pace we're going to set, 20 members from online MVP, and we're on the doorstep of 50 members already. Every 25 members, I give five. That's why we keep bumping the goal up, because I can keep gifting back to you guys thank you so much and some re-upped members online mvp with 33 months on a vip gold so much support for the channel d dizzle with 27 months on a vip good morning lono so hyped for this game okay paris says check something in here okay paris says the trailer has way more high fidelity lighting and atmospheric effects than we'll actually see keep in mind that the trailer could easily have been recorded in engine on a dev console which has stronger specs than production units the models would still look pretty much the same unless they do some major optimization passes but textures lighting and frame rate could take a major hit when it gets released unless they've discovered some insane wizardry for 
their engine. Yeah, the lighting is something that I tried to talk about because at numerous points, the lighting looks like real world. It, it just the way that like what the time of day, you can tell what time of day it is by the sun. It just sets a total natural color palette for the world, especially like right here. I think when they take this one turn, you can clearly tell like right there, you know what time of day it is. And then there when the lights from the street and the car, like that one right there, the whole world is like washed in a dusk color palette like it just feels so natural and and so real i it doesn't it wouldn't surprise me at all if a lot of that lighting doesn't look as impressive once you're in the game for sure that's really demanding again unless they figured out some wizardry i still can't believe they're giving up on red engine this is amazing yeah i mean i don't they're not giving up on red engine uh cd project red has indicated that they're going to be coming back to red engine in the future but for right now all projects are unreal 5 so yeah, I don't. I don't think we want to. We don't want to walk away from Red Engine. I don't think they're saying that. I think what they're saying is is they're going to go to Unreal and then they're going to come back to Red. They, they they've really really softened up on what they're going to be doing with engines. It, at first, it seemed like a total pivot away. And a coffee order. Somebody ordered some coffee. Human type person grabs a bag of Frickmas and grabs a bag of dark. Guys, don't forget the Frickmas blend is back. And a five bomb comes in from SSJ Gohan and takes us past 50, the agent of chaos. We love to see it. Nobody wants to stay right there on the perfect number and you push us past thank you so much ssj gohan if you guys get a gifted member man enjoy the badge the emotes access to our members only discord as well as extra content rockstar's engine is leagues ahead of anything we've seen publicly so far says the patch notes we're about to see some insane things as the last gen requirements are dropped across the industry i mean I I I I I have a lot of confidence in in-house engines, honestly. I really do. Like look at what Insomniac's been able to do. I I think in-house engines give you a unique advantage. I mean, look at what Fortnite's been able to do cuz it's Epic's engine, right? I mean, they've they've made that game look completely different. Yo, what's good Javier Cotto? In Rockstar We Trust, says Cloud Strife, most developers say they can't get most out of the console because of time and budget. Rockstar doesn't care to make us wait and have a staggering budget. No worries. Well, that's good news. This scene of the guy standing out of the door in the green truck looks like Far Cry. I mean, it looks a little bit like Far Cry. Yeah, I mean, he's just driving down a Florida road. <laughs> Which, I mean, you go to the right, you go to the right part of Florida, it's gonna, it's gonna feel a little bit like Far Cry. You know, you might get bit by an alligator or, you know, shot by a crazy person. I mean, it. it, it there are parts of Florida that probably feel a lot like Far Cry. <laughs> you know, you gotta look out. There, there, there are things down there that'll kill you, dude. <laughs> there are dinosaurs down there, bro. How much to raise the money uh, for Frickmas this year? Um, I'm not sure what you're saying. How much to raise the money for Frickmas? You, oh, you talking about the, the night of Frickmas to sing carols? We gotta get to 3,500. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I misspoke. That was that was a that was the 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 previous month's stretch goal. Three thousand, three thousand members, and we'll bring back Frickmas. As far and if that's what you're asking, train. 
This game shows how degenerate and trashy Florida is. <laughs> See, that'll be my goal. I'll play GTA 6 as as like as straight line as you can, right? I'll be like the the nicest the nicest gangster down there. I'll be the nicest criminal. You know what I mean? I I, I won't go to the to the to the bad places <laughs> i'll only go and do the nice things i'll do all the nice missions i'll help little old ladies across the street you know i'll be the i'll be the most moderate most plain gta player in history looking at gta 6 and games going forward fearing development will now take decades or years yeah th- that certainly is i think a concern is that as ambition rises in developers, so so does expectations from gamers. And the question becomes, do you do you basically stretch yourself beyond what's reasonable? You know, if, if development companies start getting to a point where they're like, look, man, we need seven, maybe eight years to bring a game to market. That's the whole length of the life of a console. That's too long. Excuse me. They're already in a, a tough spot with good dev cycles being five to six years and life cycles of consoles being like seven to eight years. That's already not healthy. You know, I think that's one of the reasons why we've had such bizarre expectations from gamers sometimes. Is they're like, they don't expect any cross-gen support. It's like, what do you expect these companies to do? Game development, good game development taking five to six years and the life cycle of a console lasting seven to eight so what happens if they start developing a game halfway through the life cycle of the console? If you're three to four years into the life cycle of the console, that means their game comes out after that con- after the next console's out. That's, that's always going to be a problem, a rhythmic problem. And if these games get bigger and bigger and the scopes of these projects get larger and larger, you're going to see a significant challenge of, well, it, we're going to have to launch on... It, there are games right now entering development that will that will have to land on PS6 and PS5. It's already happening, guaranteed. Guaranteed. There are already people right now that are going to have to straddle that fence and figure that out. Or they're going to have to land old gen only. At that at that time the PS5 and the PS5 Pro and the Series X will be considered old gen. And then the new the new thing, they'll just have to be like, "No, we can't launch on that. We didn't get to the dev kits in time or we entered development too early." Paris says, a good way to think about in-house versus third-party engines, it's like a grocery store. If you're using someone else's engine, you're subject to them reorganizing the aisles or not stocking something that you really want. So you get your things. You might have to spend longer in the store or even go to multiple stores. If you have your own engine, it's the same as owning your own store. You get to choose what you put on the shelves and where it is so you can make it easier and quicker for your customers to get what they're looking for. Right. Yeah, to go back to what we were saying, you know, if Rockstar's in-house engine, if they've figured out some, you know, ninjutsu and some really amazing optimization tricks to get some of this lighting and to get some of this graphical fidelity running in the world, like when you're running around in the open world or driving around, that will be spectacular. I mean, that'll 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 be impressive. And again, and again, I think the thing to consider is. We've already seen companies use in-house engines to great effect. I, I actually am curious, where did the Decima engine come from? That's another really impressive engine that's out there. We've seen really good things with Burning Shores DLC and Death Stranding. So was that an in-house engine at a company that is now being used elsewhere? Or is that an engine that like anybody can use? 
That's also why we end up with something like Tlu 2 Remastered. Naughty Dog was caught in the middle of two gens twice now. Right, and I think that that's always lost in the discussions about why are we previously support, why are we supporting the old gen? Why are we doing remasters? Why are we doing remakes? And it's like, that always gets lost in the discussion because it's like, you, you have to consider the fact of when these games enter development and oh yeah, we can't do all these cool new things, but we would like to. Decima is an in-house, is in-house Sony made? Kojima licensed it from them. Oh, it is Gorilla's Engine. There you go. There you go. I think we're I think we're gonna see uh, potentially something with Rockstar. Rockstar is gonna drop this game, and people are gonna say, "Yo, that engine they figured out. They figured out some really really good tricks in there." Because a lot of people have been thinking that like Unreal Five is the future, but you you can clearly see from releases like Lords of the Fallen, Unreal 5 is is posing some challenges. I don't think it's as easy or maybe as good or as great as everybody thought it was. It seems to be posing some difficulties with optimization and just getting games to run well. Damien says, I felt meh when I saw the trailer yesterday. I don't know what I was expecting, but I have no m- not much hype for GTA 6. Well, is it what's your background? Do you, do you like GTA 5? Do you like GTA Online? Like, is this your kind of game? I typically have not gotten into GTA. I tried playing GTA 5, and the characters I was playing as, they kept using the N-word, and it made, I just, it made me uncomfortable. I was, a, I'm a, I've always been a safer work broadcaster, and I was like, holy moly, like, I don't, like, it makes my skin crawl, you know what I'm saying? And so I was like, I can't do this. <laughs> I think people thought it was funny because it was like so not me. It was so off brand for me to be playing it, but I couldn't play it at length. I think it was a bounty board or something uh, over on the other platform at the time. So I think it was like a sponsored segment or something. But the reason that this one seems a little bit more compelling to me is it doesn't seem like classic gangster, classic criminal, you know, mobster story arc. It's. It's more Bonnie, it's more modern day Bonnie and Clyde. And that to me is just more interesting. It's like, okay, there's going to be a relationship aspect to this. You know, would I be able to play this game, you know, co-op with Madam and we're each one of the characters? Like, is there, is that a possibility? You know, don't have much excitement for it either, says Eugene. That genre just doesn't land on me. No interest in role playing that. Damien says, from my perspective, the trailer was more like, this is the new GTA Online rather than this is the new GTA. What makes you say that? I feel like there's a pretty good amount of focus on the story and the two main characters, as well as the world around them. I mean, actually, you know what? I actually think you're right. I think they blended the trailer with not just, here's a great story about about two characters, about two outlaws. It's here's a great world, which I I think you're right, is them sort of passively promoting GTA Online. Rockstar patented new crowd generation technology, new lighting technology, and some other things about 18 months ago, not public yet, says the patch notes. Not sure if they would license the engine when so much of it is proprietary. So you're saying they've made breakthroughs with crowd, crowd generation tech and lighting. One of the first things I talked about in my show opening monologue today was they didn't just build a big world. The world is full. There, I mean, there's crowded beaches. There's bustling streets. There's stretches of highway with tons of cars. There's nightclubs. There's that one shot with all of the flamingos. It's like, what is going on? Like, this game feels packed with activity, not just like, oh, it's a big city for you to run around in. 
Trailer content aside, says Abe, I hate when we're forced to release early because of leaks. Just effing let them do have their moment. Yeah, I mean, that's on the thumbnail. I mean, what do you guys think? How much do these leaks affect your enjoyment and your your excitement? You know, we've got the Game Awards in a couple of days. We're probably going to face some more leaks and some more surprises and announcements that get basically ruined. So what are, what's your thoughts on that? Does it does does it irritate you? Do you avoid Twitter and YouTube in certain areas because of that? Like has it changed? Have you altered the way that you consume gaming media, gaming news because of that? You know, I, I don't think there's any way to necessarily stop it. I think there's ways to work against it. I think it's always gonna be an ever present reality that we have to deal with. Eugene says, it's actively killing innocence and being a criminal. To borrow from you, it's a childish game to me. Yeah, that's why I was curious. You think they would give you the freedom to not play in that way, right? Can you be an outlaw with, like, a conscience, you know? Or or am I going to have to, you know, shoot somebody that I don't want to shoot? That's always my issue with a game like this is I like to play a game in the way that I would play it. I think that's one of the reasons I loved Ghost of Tsushima was because it doesn't give you a lot of freedom because it has the linear story, but it is it plays out in a way that resonates with me about fighting against the desire to be vengeful and seeking revenge, but instead doing what's right while maintaining inner peace. That's just that that really speaks to me, right? And things I've been through, but you know, a game where I'm going to be you know running around like if I've got to shoot innocent people or you know like police officers and stuff it's like i don't that's i don't want to play a game like that you know because people were giving uh giving uh elon musk grief over that and they're like it's not real it's not real and it's like but part of video games is immersion right part of video games is immersion i i want to be immersed into being the character and feeling like i'm i'm losing my friends or i'm suffering and now i want to go you know get the bad guy like that makes the game enjoyable at a deeper level and if they came out with a game that was like yeah your job in this is you're a contract killer uh and your unique set of skills you're hired to uh to kill children like i wouldn't want to play that game i'd be like i don't want to play that that would be that would be disturbing you wouldn't want to do that like that would be gross that 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 would be way over the line that's hyperbole to get across the point that some people might not be able to get immersed in a game where you're doing stuff that's kind of contrary to your own beliefs or contrary to your own life you're like i wouldn't go to a strip club in real life i don't i don't want to do that in a video game right i wouldn't just murder people that are innocent like a lot of games a lot of games that i've played you're doing the right thing or you're standing up against the bad guys like being the bad guy i think can be fun like you know imagine a game where you're the joker right but that's more of an exaggeration that's more of like a caricature of a villain than this is like really close to real life they've got you know new news reels and all this stuff you're comparing GTA to killing kids? No, it's called hyperbole. I explained that. You understand what hyperbole is. You exaggerate to make a point, right? You exaggerate to make a point. There's a line for you, is there not? There's a game that you wouldn't play. There's a thing that you wouldn't do. There's a game that you would not pay for and you would not boot up because it would have you doing something that you're like, yeah, I don't really want to play a game like that. That's kind of... 
that that's grotesque or that's gross or that's across the line you everybody's got a line right everybody's got a thing that they wouldn't do in a video game they w- they wouldn't be able to get immersed they're like i don't wanna, i don't want to play a game like that right so i could understand somebody looking at a game like this and being like it's graphically awesome super impressive I, these games are sick these games are dope but I wouldn't have any interest in doing any of that stuff. I don't want to be a gun runner or a drug dealer or I don't want to be going to strip clubs and killing cops. Like, to them, it's too antithetical to what they would do in real life. Like, you can get into, like, a mythical game where you're playing as, like, a knight and you're killing dragons and trolls and, you know, and orcs and stuff. And that's not real. It's just, like, it's totally made up. You're entering into, like, some fantasy realm. Even in that fantasy realm, you're going to make decisions based on your personality. You're going to make decisions in the story based on, like, what you would do sometimes. Maybe not. Maybe you just want to see what happens. Like, oh, I wonder what happens if I, you know, if I shoot this guy. But... In a game like Grand Theft Auto, like it's it's real world, like it's a real locale that we're all familiar with. It's it's you know people recording things on their cell phones. It's it's things that we see in the news, and it's like there are people that would boot up a game like this and be like, I don't want to play a game that's going to put me in situations where I'm doing stuff I don't want to do. Like, give me a choice. You give me the choice of do you do you kill or do you spare well then people i think more people would like that because they're like well i don't want to have to do it if i can avoid it then that would be my way of playing it you know imagine playing through you know mass effect and they're like no you have to do this well it would take some of the fun out of it you'd be like well what if i don't want to what if i want to be renegade what if i want to be nice what if i don't want to romance what if i want to romance everybody I think that's in general where a lot of people come from it is they look at a game like this and they're like, well, I'm probably going to be forced to do things that I'm just don't, I don't want to do in a video game. And not everybody's like that. The point doesn't work if you use that much hyperbole. No, you misunderstand the function of hyperbole. Hyperbole is literally meant to go to an extreme to establish a point. That's literally its function and its purpose. So I went to an extreme example and I was like, there were people that would look at a game like that and say, I wouldn't want to play that game. I'm not comparing it. Guaranteed that is what people will say I did because liars have to lie. Like it's in their nature. I was not comparing it. I was saying if a game went farther than GTA, some of you would say, I don't want to do that, right? You would say, that's too far. Everybody has a line. And video games immerse you into the story. And if it immerses you into a story that has you doing stuff that you're just like, I don't, I, I'm not interested in that. There are people that are just going to say, no, thank you. They're like, I don't, I don't want to play a game like that. And I understand why they would think that. I don't think that's weird. I don't think they're being like a stuffy you know, Puritan or something. I just think they're saying I, that's not something that I want to spend my time doing. You know, there, I'm there, there are games. I'm sure there are games that people don't play because they feel like the story's lame or, or stupid or boring or cheesy, right? Same thing. You're a geek. Is that supposed to be an insult? Eugene says, I love moral ambiguity situation, apocalyptic ETC. You're killing people, but GTA doesn't have that. It's very clearly modern day, and your characters are the worst of society. Zero interest. Well, that's what I mean. Like, why? What would I would like a game like this where you don't have to be the worst? You know? 
Couldn't you be the gangster with a heart of gold? Couldn't you be the the Bonnie and Clyde that that tries to do the right thing? Like I've always enjoyed villains that don't feel villainous to their core. Like they try to do the right thing or they just recently when we were on vacation, Con Air was on, so I had to watch it. And there's that moment where you're not sure if Steve Buscemi's character is going to kill the little girl, right? You're like, oh my gosh, because he's super creepy and he's like a mass murderer, right? And he doesn't. He doesn't do it. And it gives you this sense of, oh, there's a streak of maybe, you know, good there. Or, you know, maybe there's a part of him that is still, you know, nice, right? It gives you this this different view of his character. He's not just some psychopath that's going to kill anybody that walks across his view, you know? So I don't know. I, I just think that it makes sense for somebody to not be interested in the game. I think making space for people that are like, yeah, I don't want to play a game like that. Like, what if they made Saw into a game? Saw, one, two, three, four, all the movies, right? What if they made that into a game and like, you were the bad guy and you were doing that to people and torturing them and it was grotesque there are people that would love that and there are people that would be like I don't, I don't want to play that game that, that's, that's not something I want to do you know what I mean I think, I think in general that's how a lot of people approach games like this if there's choices if there's things that the game lets you do if there's things that the game you know allows you to partake in some people aren't going to want to do it you know, unless you give them the choice. That's why it's rated M. Well, there are plenty of games rated M where I'm not running around a city in America, you know, shooting innocent people. Like, you know what I'm saying? There are plenty of there are plenty of games that are rated M where that's not happening. They made a Saw game, but you were trying to escape him. Oh, so it was like Escape Room Simulator, but like the worst kind. <laughs> The worst kind. Escape Simulator is actually really, really fun. We played the portal. They launched a a portal room. Uh, It was like a DLC. People are different. Makes the world fun. Yeah, like, I don't know. I just think that smacks of insecurity. If you you can't fathom that somebody would look at a game like this with, with twerking and strip clubs and violence and criminal activity, and they're like... Yeah, I don't want to do that. Like, d- looking at people like that as if they're somehow weird. What do you mean? That, that's just that's just humanity. People have standards. People are different. People have a different set of principles or morals or ethics than you, you know? And it might not even be a moral or ethical thing to them. They might just be like, yeah, that sounds boring, you know? Yeah, that doesn't sound as interesting as, you know, this game over here or whatever. Like, it doesn't always have to be that serious. I just think some people probably look at it and think, that's just not for me, you know. You don't have to run over anyone. Well, it's not running over anyone. It's the reluctant criminals who end up murdering hundreds, right? (laughs) Like, if you guys have ever watched me play an open world game, I go comedic. I just start threatening everybody cussing everyone out, shooting my gun at people, like, I just like to goof off, like, I don't take it that serious, but if the game was like you need to go in this strip club and you gotta kill this stripper, I'd be like, I don't wanna do that and they're like, well, if you don't do it, you fail and the story can't continue and it's like, well, I, that, that wouldn't that wouldn't be, I wouldn't wanna do that I don't wanna play a game like that, like, no thanks like, I'm good, <laughs> like, I guess I'm done with this game, <laughs> like, uninstall I'm not saying they're gonna do that, I'm just saying I could see why somebody would be 
hesitance to play the game in that regard. Games like this are made for diverse playstyles, pacifist runs, all evil playthroughs, no killing, etc. Yeah, I guess that's the question. Are you allowed to play? I don't. Can you play GTA Five pacifist? I don't think you can. I don't think. I don't think you can. I think you're gonna have to kill people. Have anybody? Has anybody ever done a pacifist run through GTA Five? Is it possible? Um, I can understand where those people come from. I don't think the devs should have to cater to them, though. Oh, yeah, I don't think so. No. Eugene just said this type of game doesn't interest him, and I was just making space for understanding to be like, I could understand why somebody wouldn't want to play a game like this. I, for one, have avoided them historically because it's like, I don't care to play just a game where I'm just like a gangster and a criminal, you know? I think the Bonnie and Clyde story is more interesting than, you know we're criminals we gotta do criminal go do criminal stuff you know it's impossible yeah like i don't think you can play a game like this that way that's not their intention you can't do pacifist run in any gta games yeah i didn't think that was possible you're basically forced to do a lot of the things in the game and that's fine i that, that that's if you're gonna like like i've said before when we've talked about the um the FromSoft games I respect authorial intent, right? The intention of the author. And if the guys who make a game want it to be brutally hard and have no difficulty settings, I fully support that. If somebody wants to make a game about, you know, the dregs of society and criminal activity and just degenerate behavior and that's the game they want to make, that's their that they're allowed to do that. I'm never going to try to act like, "Oh, you can't do that. You should let me play that game and and be like a pacifist law enforcement officer. No, that's not the name of the game. The name of the game is Grand Theft Auto, right? Like if you're trying to play Serial Killer Five and you don't want to kill anybody, you're buying the wrong game, right? You're bu- you're buying the wrong game. So I fully support devs being able to make a game the way they want, and you just need to know before buying it. Like, well, then don't buy it because you're not gonna like it. Like you're <laughs> you're not gonna like this game if that's what you're looking for. A five spot from Joker Quinn. I get where you're coming from. It's part of why I don't like COD too close to reality. I appreciate the five spot. Yeah, I'm certain there are people who love Call of Duty because of their history in the military, and there are probably some who can't touch it because of their history in the military, right? There's just a lot of that's going to play a role. Your background, your beliefs, you know, where you come from, the culture you grew up in, the city you grew up in. That's all going to impact what you like or tend to dislike and that's going to impact whether or not you buy a game like Call of Duty or Grand Theft Auto. You don't enjoy murdering the uh, the airport at MW2 versus GTA where you get enjoyment out of killing regular people. Yeah, but I think you get to a level of frivolity in games like this where it's frivolous and it kind of feels like it doesn't matter. You're just in some big open world and it's just some nameless person. You know? I, whenever I was playing Watch Dogs and, you know, and even Cyberpunk, there's just something about creating chaos in, in, in a space like that that I think is pretty funny. But I, I immediately get bored. Um, just Cause was that way. Um, what was it? Dead Rising was that way. I just feel like there's this frivolousness to it, like where you're just in these big open spaces and you're just killing lots of either zombies and or people. So... I don't think that that's bad. I don't think that that's wrong. I just, I, there, there's times where I'm just like, yeah, this is kind of boring. I don't think that's what GTA is. 
I don't think that's what GTA is at all. I think there's a story. I think they put you in all sorts of different scenarios and situations. And I just think there are people who don't like the tone and the scenarios and the trajectory of the character. You know, the character is going to be put in the scenarios where you're basically you're being a criminal. You're being you're doing you're doing bad things. And there are people that are like, I don't want to do that. You know. Uh, I'm not saying I'm not buying into who killed Hugo a thousand times having an issue with stealing a car or killing a rival gang member. Again, I think it's different when you're in a more mythical or more non-relatable environment, right? Post-apocalyptic. If I've got to take somebody out, you know, um, like the Far Cry games, right? You're, you're just, you, you, are, you are having to just take people out and you're like, well, they're bad. Well, okay, but you're still taking people out. Um, the, it, it, even in a mythical environment, I could be. I, it's. I could see the difference in the separation of like, well, why'd you kill that animal or why'd you kill that 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 being over there? You're like, I don't know. I just felt like it, right? It's just some, the setting. I, yeah, I agree with Eugene. I think the setting is a break for some people because it breaks you from reality. You're like, oh, I'm in this mythical place and there's you know there's aliens or there's these mythical beings. Like you don't care. But in GTA, it's like I'm in Miami or wherever it, wherever it is in Florida and I'm on streets that are real and those everybody it looks like real people <laughs> you know and the argument they're like oh it's not real it's not real again I think everybody's different I think there are people who completely separate and they're like D- this is just fun and it's silly and it's mindless and it's not real there are other people who play a game and they really want to be immersed into the character that they're playing they want to build their skills. They want to make decisions in the dialogue. They want to interact with characters. And they want it to literally be almost an extension or an express expression of themselves. Like, they want it to be them. They want it to be like, this is what I would do in this scenario, right? I remember in Ghost of Tsushima being mad when they killed my horse. There's a spot in Ghost of Tsushima where the lead villain kills a guy right in front of you and like you're both like you, you can't do anything you're just tied there and you just have to watch it happen and I think that's really powerful if you've entered into sort of the mind and the character and the story like and especially if you really liked the character you're like are you kidding me I liked that guy you know I thought that guy was funny or I thought that person was really cool or you know I think that I think that is is really enjoyable. There are other people that are like, I don't care. They'll play a game like that and they just don't connect with the character and they don't connect with the story. I think both people can enjoy the video game, right? I think both people can enjoy Ghost of Tsushima and I'm really upset when they kill my horse or a character and you kind of don't care. You just enjoy the action and the world and the setting. And in a game like GTA, I think there are people who can play it and they just completely disassociate. They don't think about the fact of like, oh, I'm doing all these terrible things and criminal things. Like, yes, this is so fun. I love doing bad things to innocent people. They're just like, no, this is just throwaway fun, dude. This is just something I do because I've always loved these games. It just lets me do whatever I want in this big open space. And I live in an environment and I work a job where I can't do anything that I want to do. And a game like this lets me do anything I want. And to them, it's just this cool escape. It's To them, it's not this deep thing of like, I, I really want to be a criminal, right? But there are other people 
who wouldn't be able to enjoy the game for very different reasons. They're just like, I can't get into a game where that's the, that's the substance of what I'm doing, if that makes sense. It's a video game, it's not that deep. According to you, it's not that deep. I don't really care how deep you go with the game. I go deeper than you, and that's my choice. That's my personality, that's my enjoyment level. There are people who watch a movie or a TV show and they get deep into it and they they go listen to director commentary and they go online and they theory craft and they get deep into what what a certain character is like and what they think that character is going to do. And you watched it and you thought, I thought it was funny. I like the explosions. We're different people at that point. You can enjoy entertainment in a more superficial way. Somebody else can enjoy entertainment in a more deeper way. And condescending those people and acting like they're weird, I think is ignorant. I I think that that's just ignorant. You know, no one's insulting you for playing video games in a superficial way. That's That's your choice. That's your personality. Like, that's fine. Making space for someone to play a game with a really meaningful story and they walk away from it and all they really cared about was the action and the combat... You're, man, that's your choice. You're free to do that. I'm very different. Like, if the story's really meaningful, I connect with the game in a lot deeper way. And that's different than I used to be. There was a time where I didn't care much about story. All I cared about was the content loop. And a lot of that was influenced by the fact that I played a live service game. And that all that's all that really sort of mattered in the live service game was I need stuff to do, enemies to shoot, loot to, you know, loot to collect. Taxi Simulator, where you try to follow traffic laws, is low-key kind of fun. Yeah, I mean, there are games, there's a game called Lawnmower Simulator, where you have to, like, mow lawns really straight and really nice. And people just love it. It's like, they, you know, they, they enjoy it. You know? Is this the first GTA with a woman main? Yes, I believe so. Everyone has their own tastes and moral lines. They won't cross. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I just think, you know, you just make room for, for other people. Make room for gamers who aren't like you. I think that's I think that's a, that's a good way to approach gaming in general. It's not about um, it's not about knowing the difference between reality and games. Yeah, I think that's a fundamental that's a fundamental misunderstanding of the discussion. It's not that like somebody has to be told it's not real. It's like, well, they know it's not real. But the connection point to the game is is a real place, and so for others, you know, it might it might either feel too real or, you know, feel too relatable. <clears throat> Surprise! The conversation took this turn. Well, in the past, uh, it's not in the first GTA. You were you were women. Wait, in the very first GTA, you were you played a woman? I didn't know that. Um, will it be considered woke? I don't know why anybody was thinking. I remember I remember we had a, we had this discussion and we covered this a while ago where they said they were going to lean away. There was like one sentence in one thing. It was either an email or like a like an earnings call or something. And they were going to lean away or minimize certain types of jokes or something like that. Um, And everybody got really angry and they're like, the game's going to go woke. And then this trailer dropped and I was like, yeah, I don't think you have any concerns about that. I I don't think there's any concerns about it going woke. I mean, there's people twerking on cars, there's strip clubs, you know, I don't, I don't think there's any, any concern about them neutering the game's, you know, spice or, 
<laughs> levels of degenerate behavior, right? <laughs> this, this is not some, you know, sanitized Grand Theft Auto. I don't think so. I think people thought it was going to be all like, you know, very PC and very clean, you know, and it's like, no, <laughs> they might not make jokes about certain persons in the game, but the you don't got to worry about the game being crass and being over the line and being offensive. Like, I don't think you have any worries. <laughs> I don't think you have any worries about that at all. I watched this trailer a handful of times. And I was like, yeah, they're pretty much checking all the boxes. <laughs> Everything, everyone is here, okay? Everything is here. Anything you could possibly want to do is is in this game. You know? <clears throat> Lucia's not uh, the first female protagonist. GTA 1 had four different playable female characters in 1997. Okay, well, you can forgive the gaming industry for not knowing that 25 years ago, in the first Grand Theft Auto, there were women that you could play as, especially in a time where the conversation about playing as women is more centered around games like this. Like, that conversation wasn't going on 25 years ago, for goodness sakes. Like, at the, it, in, what, in 1997. So, uh, let's see something. Yeah, the first Tomb Raider released in 1996. It was not uncommon back then for 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 games to to launch and allow you. My dad played a game called Draken. There was Tomb Raider. There was Rise of the Triad. There were a number of games back then in the 90s where playing as a woman was not abnormal or strange. Right? Like that's a conversation that cropped up more recently about dudes being like I don't want to play as a woman right and I don't really think those guys are the majority I think they're the minority I think they speak up because they get attention and a lot of the times they probably don't even mean it they probably play plenty of games and it doesn't even really bother them but they know they can say it online and get attention I think there's a very small percentage of dudes that actually feel that way they're like I can't play a game if I hit to play as a woman yeah Perfect Dark was back then too that's exactly right Draken by Bungie? No, it was Draken, wasn't it? It was spelled K-K-E-N uh, Draken Game? I don't even remember how to spell it. No, not Draken. It was like Draken with an A, I think. 1K. It has 1K-A-N Draken. D-R-A-K-A-N Draken, Order of the Flame. You played as a woman. You flew on dragons. They had a 1v1 PvP community. You'd like stand across from the person and you would both hold your sword like this. And once the second person did it and then they let go, it was go time. You could fight. Something tells me that the main character was this and I said that I didn't want to play that. I'd have received less pushback. Well, I don't know about that. I don't I don't know if I agree with that. I also don't know if I want to have that in the in the discussion. Uh, I gave up on gaming when I found out who Samus was. <laughs> you felt betrayed? You're like, I've been playing as a girl the whole time? <laughs> uh, that's funny. Imagine Metroid came out today, and at the end, people found out the character they fell in love with was a woman. Uh, and not a sus dude. I'm not sure what you're saying. Everybody knows that it's a girl. What you? Why don't I, I don't understand what you're saying, Butters. 
I personally would rather have a female protagonist in a third person game if I have to stare at someone's backside for hours on end yeah, I don't care about that I, it, I, it's, if the game is good I don't care who I'm playing as right Hellblade is one of my all time favorite games another one of my all time favorite games is Ghost of Tsushima Right? I'm not a Japanese man living in feudal Japan, and I'm not a woman. Like, I'm neither of those things. And I can get super immersed in those stories and love them. Like, I don't need the character to look like me. Now, there are times where I want the character to look like me, depending on the genre and depending on what we're doing. There are times where I really want to make the character look like me you know, and sound like me. There's a game I'm playing right now. I wasn't paying attention and I, I accidentally picked a woman's voice. And it's like super jarring. Like I'm running around the game and then my character starts talking. I'm like, what the frick? Um, I stopped playing games when I learned that Zelda wasn't Link. Name the game after a woman. How dare they? Right, Doc? <laughs> Donkey Kong, you know, in, in the original Donkey Kong, you're trying to rescue, you know, the princess the whole time, but they called it Donkey Kong. You don't even play as Donkey Kong. You play as a little plumber man, you know? They're always, they're always confusing us back then with the naming of games and the characters. <laughs> Yeah, I like playing as Aloy as much as Kratos, you know? Like, Doc doesn't like playing as Kratos because he can't jump, but, you know, I, I, I think it's... <laughs> I think it's more because it's just too hard. It's probably just too hard for him, right? <laughs> they added jumping in the second game, and then he still didn't, he still didn't finish it. But, you know, I... I've never cared about that. If the game is good, I don't give a rip. I don't. <clears throat> I don't. I will say this, though. I will say this. If you're going to give me a character creator, either go the distance or don't do it. I think, like, half-baked character creators are always irritating. Right? It's like, either really go crazy and let me really edit what the character looks like, or just have me hit a button that randomizes the character and then I'll eventually be like, okay, that one's pretty cool, let's go. There are games where they're like, welcome to the character creator, and they're like, here's eight faces and four hairstyles. And you're like, what the, what's the point of this? You should have just made a character for me to play as. You know? I've always felt that way. Like, I get about four steps into the character creator and I feel like I can't really make the character look how I want. I just, like, I give up. I'm like, who cares? Why is a limited character creator an issue? Because it feels like the illusion of choice. You get in the game, and four people that you run by look like you with a different hairstyle. It's like that, uh, like, get out of here. You know what I'm saying? Like, it needs to be, it needs to be either, I, I, and this is, again, this is my opinion. You might not care about this, but for me, if you want me to dedicate the time to customizing my character, let me actually customize my character. I customize my character, and then I'm like, oh, that's cool. I really like the way my character looks, and I'm in the game for five minutes, and I see four people that look just like me, but they have a tattoo and pink hair instead. And it's like, ah, oh, just, just don't even do it at that point. <laughs> just don't even do it. You'd be better off putting in millions of permutations of combinations and let me hit a randomizer and then I get in the game and I'm like I like the way I look and I would maybe notice or recognize certain things but I wouldn't see four people that look just like me that's my point is like if you're gonna do it do it if you're not gonna do it well then just don't do it at all don't waste my time with it and don't waste development time on it just don't even do it like if you can't really give me true genuine character customization 
like in a game like GTA that you don't even need to worry about it you're just going to play as one of the main characters that just solves a lot of the issues like ah who cares I spent way too much in the Baldur's Gate 3 character creation yeah that's one that I liked I liked watching what people came up with with that one I liked Starfield's character creator I thought it was great some of the stuff that people were able to do like creating celebrities in the game I thought that was amazing I that was amazing that was, I think that was one of the reasons why the front end of that game was just so, it felt so good. Like, you got to do all those fun things, like make your character look the way you want, like you pick the background, you know, you get to pick all those things. I remember doing that in, I always remember doing that in Skyrim. That was like, I, I remember just taking so much time on that aspect of Skyrim. Lono, is 2025 done now? Does it belong to GTA 6? Can Wolverine compete? It's Insomniac after all. I think Wolverine will be just like Spider-Man 2 versus Baldur's Gate 3, Doc. I think Wolverine will be up there, get tons of praise, but GTA will sweep, you know, unless it's an absolute flop. I think that's unlikely given Rockstar's history. I think GTA will sweep. I think Baldur's Gate 3 will sweep this year. You and I have that bet. That, that, that and we'll, 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 talk, we'll talk Friday, man. Why don't you get some time off on Friday and come on the show and we'll do like a breakdown, you and me, and maybe we'll get thrashed and we'll do like a breakdown of the game awards or something. But the point is, is that you and I have a standing bet that I think Spider-Man 2 walks away with nothing from the game awards. Well, no, I'll say zero to one. That's my bet. Spider-Man walks away with no awards or one award. It's in too many categories with Zelda and Baldur's Gate 3. Like, you know what I'm saying? You'd be one of the best basketball players right now. And if you suddenly got thrust into some dream world where you were playing against LeBron and Michael Jordan, I'd be like, yeah, you're not going to score any points. (laughs) You're one of the best right now. You're amazing. But you're not beating these goats. You're not getting anything. You're not going to get the ball. Okay? Like, Spider-Man 2 is fantastic. It's in a category. It's like every category. It's like in every category. It's like... Oh, it's in there with Baldur's Gate 3 and Zelda. Yeah, cool. <laughs> not going to win anything. <laughs> it's not going to win anything. You know? I think that's going to upset a lot of PlayStation guys. They're going to be angry about that. You know? What are you going to say? So I think GTA, Grand Theft Auto 6, GTA 6 will likely be the same in the year that it comes out. It's just going to dominate all the categories. It's a rock star game. No, 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 no. You said nothing. If I win, I get a reforged dark roast coffee bag. If you win, I'll give you two months of Game Pass. I don't need Game <laughs> I feel like you're get, you're coming out like a bandit in this. You're getting high-quality coffee, you know, balanced acidity greatness. I'm getting I'm getting a freaking coupon to Chuck E. Cheese. Like there's that's not the same, bro. <laughs> GTA 5 didn't even nominate. Oh, I'm thinking I think I'm thinking that this game is going to be more like Red Dead Redemption 2 and how it lands on the industry. How many categories was Red Dead Redemption 2 in? Um Red Dead Redemption 2 game award nominations. So in 2018, Game of the Year, Score in Music, uh, Best Action Adventure, Best Audio Design, Best Game Direction, Best Art Direction, Best Narrative, Best Performance. Like, I think Red Dead Redemption 2 
I think I think GTA 6 is going to show up more like Red Dead 2. Red Dead 2 didn't win though. How many awards did it win? It didn't win the big one. But how many did it win? It won best performance, best score in music, best audio design, best narrative. So it won 4 out of what? 1 2 3 4 5 6 7. Looks to me it won about 4 out of 7. That's not bad, bro. That's pretty good. I think Baldur's Gate 3 is going to have a better average than that. I think it's going to have a better average than that. I think Baldur's Gate 3 is going to win like most of its categories. If God loves me, he won't let Spider-Man win anything because the amount of content and trolling I will do is epic. Um, oh, if God loves me. All right. I'm smiling right now thinking about it. <laughs> the best part about it is, Doc, if you if you do that, if Spider-Man doesn't win any awards, I better get a shout out in every single one of those videos. Right? Doc Dark 1985 there's levels to this. Shout out to my man, Reforged Gaming. You were right. That's the opening to every Spider-Man video, or we're not friends anymore, okay? <laughs> if I'm right, and Spider-Man 2 doesn't get anything, that is your intro for every Spider-Man video. That's that's it. Or we are we are no longer friends. <laughs> I better get that shout out, because I'm telling you. Spider-Man 2 is getting getting is walking away empty-handed, bro. Walking away empty-handed. Bet. Can we get a Doc Dark Roast? I tell you what I'll do is if he if I send in the bag of the Dark Roast, I'll try to get a red marker and I'll write Doc next to Dark. It'll be Doc Dark Roast. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, but to his original question. I think that in 2025 GTA 6 lands like Baldur's Gate 3. I do. I think it's just going to be a, it's going to be industry respected and revered media darling treatment. It's going to get great score. That's my prediction. I just think that Rock that's that's what I, th- I expect from Rockstar. You got to do the hand motions, Lono. We are friends, bro. <laughs> There's levels to this. <laughs> Somebody so I, I mentioned your brother yesterday. I mentioned Porter Rock. And somebody's like, oh, I love Porter Rock. There's levels to this. I was like, that isn't what Porter Rock says. <laughs> oh, they're acting like y'all look the same. I was like, I don't think so. <laughs> I always say that Doc, Doc got the looks and Porter Rock got the brains, you know? You can't have both. You can't, you can't have both. Uh, you guys are debating which game was better, God of War or Red Dead Redemption 2. Man, those are such hard games to compare. You know? Those are hard games to compare, I'll be honest. Because I think back then, I would have given it to Red Dead. Like, I thought God of War was great, but I thought Red Dead was just, like, just unbelievable. You know? It, it, I, I don't know. It's hard, too, because I, like, but, because I also felt like God of War was I had never played one so I thought I thought very highly of it but I probably would have back then given it to Red Dead I'd have been like yeah I think Red you know Red Dead was you know broader in scope and what it offered and story and voice acting and you know character designs and stuff I 
That's a tough. I honestly think that's a tough competition. To be true, I, I think it's a tough competition. Either way you shake it, I think both games were phenomenal. Um, it get a dated gameplay. I've always said that about Red Dead Redemption 2. I've always thought that the gunplay just didn't feel all that great. If you guys are just tuning in, I've been live for about an hour and a half. And this is a daily gaming talk show here on Reforge Gaming. We call this show Input Delay, where I kind of delay my input on something and give you my thoughts either the day after or a couple days after. I'm a safer work broadcaster, so you can hit subscribe in confidence. Tune in every day. A lot of people throw me on in the background of their day like a radio show. Because I am safe for work, you don't got to worry about like the language I'm going to using i haven't even shown the trailer all that much because the grand theft auto trailer obviously is a little you know a little spicy uh but we've been talking about you know did the leakers ruin it what are your thoughts on the leaker and forcing rockstar's hand we were all kind of robbed of what felt like was going to be a pretty historic moment gathering around to watch a trailer at the same time you know break the internet um you know what are your thoughts on that we're currently kind of discussing whether or not gta 6 will dominate the game awards in the year that it drops obviously it's not out yet so it's just pure speculation but just knowing what we know about Rockstar I, I think that I think that Grand Theft Auto 6 will be massive the year that it comes out like a, like a Baldur's Gate 3 level game you know it'll just kind of dominate every category um they're hard to compare acting uh, like one is so much better is straight foolishness yeah I, acting like one is far superior to the other yeah I, I would say they're close they're close to each other how big will the game be oh I have no idea I have no idea <clears throat> Excuse me. Screw the leakers, man. Just let these devs have their big moments. If you want to leak some details, that's one thing. Leaking the whole trailer is effed up. Well, and he did the thing about the leaker that ticked me off is you just you clearly could see the the, the level uh, how degenerate and stupid they were. They literally leaked the trailer and put a crypto by some crypto right over top of it. You couldn't even see anything. So it was low quality and they just use it to promote some crypto that no one's going to buy. You think anybody saw that and they were like, oh yeah, let me check that out. Like, you'd have been far better buying a domain, buying a domain called like GTA 6 Leaks or something like that, throwing a bunch of fake artwork up and a bunch of ads and AdSense. You'd have been better off doing that. Like, what an idiot. Like, you would have probably gotten way more out of it had you thought for two seconds about what are people more likely to go do after seeing this? Buy this this random crypto or go to a go to a URL called GTA 6 Leaks. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, just an idiot. Like, you're too dumb for your own good. Like, an actual intelligent person probably wouldn't have done it because they wouldn't have wanted to risk a lawsuit. But a marginally intelligent person would have actually done something that would have netted them some maybe some money, <laughs> some clicks. <laughs> you know, 10 minutes of fame, you know, and they walk away with a couple hundred dollars in ad revenue, you know. I don't know. <laughs> uh, it's just not right, man. I understand not everything can be a secret nowadays, but it's time for those moments that we've had in the past. Yeah, I referenced um, the... Metal Gear moment that we were kind of robbed of, right? We were all, you know, anticipating that Metal Gear game because it got leaked. So then when Metal Gear shows up in in the show in the one showcase, what I gotta I need to stop leaving that over there. You guys probably just got like a flash of white light above my head. My 
my teleprompter is a screen and periodically the word document on it like refreshes so you get like a split second of a white screen which hits the mirror on the teleprompter let me <laughs> i don't i'm i'm gonna have to start making a habit of just closing out of this um drag it over here Minstree with 27 months in a VIP just getting here now so don't know if you've covered this do you think GTA 6 would be the launch title for the PS5 Pro I mean there's a lot of there's a lot of talk right now about who's going to get the marketing rights for this game I'm going to be just I'm going to be straight up honest with you cuz th- th- this is going to get turned into a console war fight guaranteed I don't want to have a console war fight I want to talk like adults I think thinking thinking persons that analyze the market right now and the trajectories and what's happening this year and what's likely to happen next year, I think thinking persons would know that PlayStation has a stronger play at the marketing contract. There is no pro? Yes, there is. I think they have a much stronger play at the marketing contract. They likely already have the marketing contract. That would be my assumption. Um, so... just you know it's just that's where the market seems to be going they had the marketing rights for 5 yeah if they had the marketing rights for 5 and the current trends of the hardware saturation is where it is I think they have the much stronger play for the marketing rights what that means is yeah I could see I could see some of the marketing wrapped up in haptic dual sense features and also stuff that's specific to the PlayStation uh, 6. I'm sorry, PlayStation 5 Pro. It would be a pro seller for sure. Yeah. I could 100% see that being 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 an aspect is that they they would say, "Look, man, <laughs> if the rumors are true about the PlayStation 5 Pro, We already know the PlayStation 5 Pro is coming because it comes from Tom Henderson. Tom Henderson told us that the Portal was coming, the PlayStation PlayStation Portal. Everybody said, there's no way, that's stupid, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. And he said, when the PlayStation Portal was confirmed, he's like, maybe I should drop the specs for the PS5 Pro, since y'all doubted me. The PS5 Pro is coming, and the rumors are it's going to accelerate ray tracing. Well, if there's something that I see in this game that would really help it, it would be having a console that can do more with the lighting because there's an awful lot of lighting in this game that looks ridiculous. So there could be a ray tracing performance mode on the PS5 Pro that gets you 60, gets you your ray tracing and looks phenomenal and that would be a pretty big win, especially like what Vithar is saying. You sell a PS5 Pro GTA 6 bundle it would be nuts. GTA 6 on the PS5 Pro will really separate the ecosystems in the public's eye. Right. Now, there was an article this morning that I read from Jez Corden at Windows Central, and I did not agree with his take, but I want to represent his take fairly. His take was that there is, according to Satya Nadella, an increase in engagement on the Xbox, even though there's been a decrease in console sales. I believe he's misinterpreting this. I believe what Satya is saying is there's an increase in engagement, which means people are playing more and doing more. 
that's likely related to things like Starfield and Game Pass having growth patterns. They also had a big boon of, you know, uh, PC Game Pass in um, in Japan. So Satya is saying they're having an increase in engagement. This is how this is how Jez interpreted it. Jez interpreted it as meaning that means there's a ton of people still playing on old-gen Xboxes. And he builds on that premise to say that when GTA 6 comes out, the Xbox Series S could be a, a very winsome offer for people who have been sort of waiting to leave old-gen, and they'll all of a sudden sort of flood the Series S. I don't agree with that at all. Number one, the market is clearly not responding to the Series S, and there's been plenty of opportunities to, with Modern Warfare 2 being a huge and massively popular title. We know that Call of Duty is very popular, not as popular as GTA, but it's very popular, and it didn't suddenly cause a bunch of old-gen Xbox users to flood the Series S with sales. So I don't, number one, I don't agree with his interpretation of Satya Nadella's comments. And number two, I think that faulty premise leads to also even, even let's, let's grant the premise that that's what Satya means, that there's still a ton of Xbox users playing on old gen consoles. I don't think that means they come over to the Series S. If anything, the slowdown in Xbox next gen console sales and the increase in PlayStation 5 sales to me looks like a community migration. I believe people are migrating from Xbox to PlayStation. I believe that's why they're marketing remasters and and remakes because they have a whole swath of brand new PlayStation customers that are going to fill their digital library with those games. So I actually think that what you guys are saying, I find more compelling that the PlayStation 5 Pro will will land and Sony will get the marketing and that's going to be the big push is this game's going to look the best on the PlayStation 5 Pro. That'll be a console mover. You want to try to get people to buy a pro, that's how you do it. You do it with a game like GTA. And I don't think you would see people responding to the Series S simply because of GTA. If they didn't respond to the Series S because of Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, then I certainly don't think the GTA is going to be any different. Um, yes, yes, people who have been waiting to upgrade are going to upgrade to the system running their favorite game at 30 FPS and worse graphical fidelity. Makes perfect sense. Totally sound reasoning. I think his reasoning was more built around price than performance, Eugene. His argument was, if they've waited all this time, they're going to try to save as much money as they can. I think he was also speculating that he might not have said this. I don't want to put words in his mouth, but it also might be assumed that the Series S is going to get cheaper by then. So, you know... Again, I think the entire premise of the article is a faulty premise. I don't think that's what Satya Nadella meant when he said that. Oh, we, we're having an increase in engagement. Uh, interpreting that and being like, oh, there must be a ton of people on old-gen consoles still playing. No, I think you've had some good releases like Forza and Starfield and Game Pass has grown the last couple of years. And because of that, you're seeing more engagement now than you did previously. That doesn't mean you have all these people like sort of sitting around waiting to buy a next-gen console. And again, if they were going to buy a next-gen console, you know, at a low cost because they really wanted to play a brand new hot game, I would imagine Modern Warfare 2 would have been a system seller. And if someone's like, well, it's not a system seller because it's not on Game Pass. I get, Grand Theft Auto ain't going to be on Game Pass. So that also would then be a hindrance. If that's, if that's a hindrance point... 
for for that ecosystem, then you're not GTA is not going to be on Game Pass. There's no way. There's absolutely no way a game of this size and prestige would ever go on Game Pass. It's 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 like it's a bigger Call of Duty in many respects. It's a bigger Call of Duty, and Call of Duty never went on Game Pass because Activision thought the same thing. They thought that that's that's antithetical to us making tons of money. So, yeah, it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me in the least. It wouldn't surprise me in the least if if we see this thing land in a PlayStation marketing funnel with extra features on the PlayStation with the controller, the DualSense, and then with extra graphical options on the PS5 Pro. Wouldn't surprise me at all. That would be a pretty strong power move by PlayStation. And it makes sense in the timing. You know, it would just line up really, really well. A lot of the Xbox gamers are still in the ecosystem, but they migrated to PC. That explains lower console sales, but higher engagement. That's also true, Dark City, that they have more opportunities to engage in the ecosystem without buying the console. That's also true. They've, they've had a pretty good growth of Game Pass on PC. And that could be an increase in engagement without needing to sell hardware. Oh, buddy, doesn't that dovetail with what we talked about recently? That if they're seeing increased engagement without the need to sell consoles, what do you think that means? Like, that's, that's right in line with some of our coverage recently and what we think Xbox is probably going to do. To be fair, they have a trailer out and there's nothing about Sony. You mean closer to release? Well, announcement trailers, a lot of the times, especially Rockstar, Rockstar is going to push out the announcement trailer themselves. If Sony has the marketing contract, you will start to see trailers or like a DualSense trailer or something like that. You'll start seeing PlayStation do that. You'll start seeing PlayStation publish a blog. Also, if Sony's a part of the marketing contract, it still might only be on Rockstar's channel they would just put the the Sony stuff inside of it. Let me actually see how they handled uh, GTA Five. Let's let's look. So if we go to um, the official gameplay uh, trailer of GTA Five, I'm looking to see. Yeah, there's not there's no there's no PlayStation anything in it. So what we would want to do is go to the PlayStation channel and see were they able to do anything with with Grand Theft Auto historically I felt really bad for the Last of Us remastered uh rogue mode <laughs> that trailer hit right before the Grand Theft Auto one yeah so 9 years ago the Grand Theft Auto official launch trailer released so there's a bunch of Grand Theft Auto trailers on PlayStation's channel and so, and those have the PlayStation little, you know, blazing on it. And so, I, I, I think that points to the fact that they were, they were marketing it. I guess the question was, did Xbox do the same thing? I'm gonna go to the official Xbox channel, and were they able to do the same thing? Yeah, they have the same thing. I don't know. You guys might have been incorrect about PlayStation having the marketing rights. I'm seeing I'm seeing Grand Theft Auto 5 trailers on Xbox's channel. The official trailer. Oh, this is just a reposting. And then they just only put the Xbox 360 on the end card. I don't know. It looks like both companies had the marketing rights. Are you guys sure that PlayStation had the marketing rights to Grand Theft Auto 5? It doesn't seem to be the case. It seems to be that both... It seems to me both PlayStation and Xbox had the ability, had marketing rights or that or that Rockstar had an open policy that like anybody could put out trailers. 
I don't know. It does, it does not seem like they were rigid with it at all. Both PlayStation and Xbox's YouTube channels, they both have official trailers 9 and 10 years ago. So, if there was a, if there was a um, Grand Theft Auto 5 marketing contract, Sony, let's see if there's any reports on this. Because YouTube's not the be-all, end-all. Um... Makes you wonder if Sony has the marketing rights for GTA 6. Oh, they put Grand Theft Auto online on their banner on YouTube. Yeah, that's that's too much. Um, now, this is a report four days ago from Sportskeeda. GTA 6 marketing rights will reportedly belong to PlayStation 5. According to former Ben Studio developer Alex Smith, PlayStation will oversee the marketing of GTA 6 on the PS5. So, I'm not seeing any indication that the G- that GTA that GTA 5 uh, w- w- had, had, was marketing rights to, to, to PlayStation. I'm not seeing any reports indicating that. So, you guys might have to do a little bit digger deeping than I'm doing, but I'm not digger deeper digging oh my gosh what in the world digger deeping (laughs) oh man that's terrible so nothing confirmed about gta 6 and playstation marketing and doesn't seem to be any confirmation that they had the marketing rights to gta 5 so, kind of, kind of, kind of up in the air. Again, given the state of things right now, I could easily be compelled to think that PlayStation they they get the they get the marketing rights. I think PlayStation's becoming a they've become kind of a powerhouse, and I think that's going to make it really, really hard. This is one of the reasons that you know Activision Blizzard is going to be a huge asset for Microsoft because they're going to have marketing rights to really really big property you know Grand Theft Auto is big but so is Call of Duty so is World of Warcraft so is Diablo right there, there's there's going to be a, a, a pretty a pretty strong marketing catalog there for uh, for Xbox Blame uh, Discovery and Warner. What's Diaz saying? Off topics. Any thoughts on PlayStation removing shows that were purchased uh, at end of December this year? Yeah, I mean, I, I I didn't look into that because it looked like it was just something that Discovery and Warner were doing. They were pulling shows. So, I, you know, what's PlayStation supposed to do? You know? You're going to get mad at Netflix when NBC pulled The Office from Netflix? I mean, at, co- companies have been doing that left and right. You know, Netflix got eviscerated when all the Marvel stuff got pulled and then when NBC pulled the office, I, it sucks, but what are you going to do? You know, <clears throat> that's the, the era that we live in is the, the lack of, you know, the lack of digital ownership is, you know, it's a problem where you'll pay for something like that. And then one day it's just gone. Brett Williams of seven months. There's already a lot of chatter around GTA six being PS five time exclusive. Any idea where that's coming from? Doesn't seem plausible. No, not plausible. Won't happen. No, no, they, they made it pretty clear. It's, it's not coming to PC. 
right? It's not coming to PC. We have it right here. Tom Warren tweeting. Let me let me pull this tweet up from 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 Tommy Tommy War War. That's his street name. It says here, "Welcome to Leonida." Grand Theft Auto 6 heads to the state of Leonida, home of... I'm, I, I hope I'm saying that right. Uh, Leonida? Uh, neon-soaked streets, Vice City, and beyond in the biggest, most immersive evolution of Grand Theft Auto series yet. Coming in 2005 to PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X and S. I mean, so if, if, there, if there is any kind of time exclusivity there, it won't be very long. I don't think there is at all. I think that is completely made up I don't think Rockstar would come out and say that and then you know I mean what are they going to do I mean I guess they could release it did I say 2005 <laughs> 2025 sorry Um, I guess they could release it on Playstation like what first quarter and then Xbox in the last quarter there's no way they do that that wouldn't make any sense that wouldn't make any sense the staggered release we saw for Hogwarts was because it was on old-gen and Nintendo Switch. I don't think you're going to see a staggered release for a game of this size. That doesn't say simultaneous? I, I don't think so, dude. No. You could see six months? Golly, that would be rough. That would be rough. No, it's not coming to PC at launch. It'll come to PC later. Rockstar's done that. For what? How many games have they done that for? All? I don't know if it's all, but they've been doing that pretty consistently. You're curious if it's pronounced like Florida? Leonida? Leonida? Florida? Leonida? Yeah, I don't know how you say it. Do they say it? I don't think they say it in the trailer. I don't want to play the trailer. It's got copyrighted music in it. It, I don't know. It It could be... Is it a, is it a, ha, let's see, let's see if we can look it up. Leonida pronunciation. It looks like a Spanish word to me. Leonida. Ah, Russian, Italian. It looks like it could be Russian or Italian, according to Google. So, no way to know. I'm not going to click on any of these because I'd have to unmute my PC and I don't want to unmute my PC I had the trailer playing. Leonida. Oh, it would be Leonida. It would be I. It wouldn't be E. It'd be Leonida. And you'd pronounce the D as like a soft TH. But I don't know if that's how. I don't know. That would be the most entertainment I could get out of the game watching that melt. He's trying to be funny and failing. Who's trying to be funny and failing? Rhymes with Florida? Leonida? Ponce de Leon. Leon. Leonida. <laughs> Through the joke, bro, there's obviously at least 10,000 people still on Xbox. What? <laughs> I don't see Rockstar caring about the 3,000 people left on Xbox. Oh. <laughs> He's kidding around. Gee, many Christmas. We, 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 you guys have got, we've got to be able to joke. Okay. Okay. You know, no, I, I, I don't want a console war. We're allowed to talk about both consoles. We're allowed to speak factually about what each console does. But if somebody wants to make a joke about there only being 3000 people on Xbox, gee, many Christmas, like, come on, let me, you gotta be able to laugh at that kind of stuff, dude. 
You have, you have to be able to laugh. Come on. Not, it's not that serious. It is not. It's not that serious. GTA 5 launched almost one and a half years on PC after the console. Oh, it took it took that long? Oof. What if the release is staggered because of the Series S? I mean... <laughs> come on. Don't make me talk about that. I... I yeah, yeah. Can we get 15 more likes on the video? Let's, uh, let's try to get... <laughs> Let's let's do a let's check on the member count, dude. I don't want to go down the series S road, man. We let's get a little bit. <laughs> Can we get closer? Can we get closer to the game before you guys make me talk about the series S? All right, we have 1821 members, all right? Let's focus on get let's get 100 members a day and let's get 100 members tomorrow. Let's set the stage for December. Let's get 2000. Come on, let's have a little bit of a member push right now. Let's go. I'll owe you guys 20. My members count for the incentives. If you guys can hit 3000 members this month, I got to sing Christmas carols on the 22nd. We'll bring back the night of Frickmas. It'll be great. We'll have drinks. We'll have dope nog is what I used to call it. It's it's basically just a bunch of bourbon. <laughs> and I'll have to sing Christmas carols. Let's do that instead. I don't want to talk about the Series S because, yes, obviously a game of this size and this scope and the graphical fidelity that they're going for, eh, sure, the weakest system on the market could potentially pose a problem. Sure. We'll, We'll see what ends up happening. Look at the PS5 announcement where Jim was pointing out their steadfast partnership with Rockstar. It was in the first paragraph. Yeah, yeah, Omar, you've got to change your name. Uh, you think that was a gotcha? Come on, the COD franchise is valued over thirty billion. What's Omar saying? If we want to trash PlayStation, let's talk about the price hike to keep bringing users better value. Followed by Lego Two K Drive being our free game this month. I'm not sure what you're. So you wait. What are you talking about? You talking about PS Plus? What do you? What are you being? What do you? What are you criticizing, Omar? Um, bro, I get another Baldur's Gate debacle when GTA. I have another Baldur's Gate debacle when GTA Six drops. I'm trading in my Series X for a PS5. Says Noberto. So they said Vice City and more. What other parts are we seeing? DK Beggar says, "Come on, guys. The man asked for a hundred members. Let's do it. You guys are halfway there, and he bumps the line to fifty. Thank you so much, DK Bayer. Ever faithful with those single gifteds, man. Thank you very much. He means my comment on GTA. Oh, what did you say about GTA, Omar? Oh, Powerboss says, I looked away for a second, pulling up Mike, and I missed what was going on. Oh, okay. You're good. You're good, Powerboss. You're good. Um, although, interesting. Uh, great choice I think the PS5 Pro is going to go for $600 that seems like the threshold for customers I probably would agree with that yeah $599 is probably about as high as they could go maybe $649 I I think think that's pushing it as soon as it's as soon as it's not a $599 as soon as that $6 is on there people are going to be like say what you know 
Yo, Michael Truesdale keeps the gifted member train going and he gifts one. Many hands make light work, guys. A bunch of single gifteds would really add up quick. Let's get it going. 54, almost 20 away from 75. Another single would lay it up for, see if we can bait one of the big boys. They're, they're in chat. They're in chat. Online MVP drop one today. Some of the other guys might be hanging out. You never know. They lurk in the shadows. The pro will be 499. Oh, I don't, I don't think so. No. Michael does another one. Lays it up to 55 out of 75. He lays the trap. We'll see if that's enough. Thank you so much, Michael. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't think 499 for the Pro. Absolutely not. No. They raised the price of the new model. The PlayStation 5 new model like the slimmer model, the digital's $50 more. I can't see them I, it's 450 right now for a PS5 digital. I can't see the Pro going for 50 bucks more. Yo, Bernard. Bernard jumps in and bumps the line a little bit more. The Pro will have uh, have to have one heck of an upgrade over the PS5 and Slim to justify the price. I I think they'll be able to do it. I think they'll be able to do it. I think they'll be able to push um, 4K performance modes. 4K performance modes, I think, is going to be the goal. If they can if they can run with that headline, yeah, I think it's going to be 599. 600 bucks easy for the pro. If they can run with the headline of 4K performance modes, if they can latch on to GTA 6 gameplay or like GTA 6 marketing, right? The Grand Theft Auto 6 trailer is, I think, setting expectations about graphics. And people will say that we shouldn't do that with an announcement trailer. I don't agree. Do I need to sue Rockstar Games for using my twerking clip? Wait, wait, did you clip it or is it you twerking? Like which? Which is it? We would we would need to do some scientific research here. <laughs> Just There's tons of things referenced in the uh, in the trailer. The person twerking on the car, the alligator in the pool, the alligator in the store, uh, the woman with the two hammers. Five gifted members comes in from Killer Delta, getting us a little bit closer. We're trying to get 100 today and 100 tomorrow. 61 members already. Thank you so much, Killer Delta. Keeping it going. Five hundred to five fifty because they'll sell the drive separately. For the pro? No way. No. 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 I think when they raise the price of the digital, they're letting us know what's coming. They're they're gonna act like Apple. They're gonna be like like, do you honestly think if they price the pro at six hundred, it's gonna it's gonna hurt its sales at all? Like, they know they know what they they know they can charge that. They're one hundred percent gonna start acting like Apple. They're just gonna have higher prices, guaranteed. Guaranteed. When they took the vertical stand out of the box and charged fifty bucks more for the digital, I do not expect the pro to be at five hundred dollars. I expect it to be at six hundred. I wouldn't even expect them to do much with the other with the other prices. I just wouldn't. I'd probably just leave them at the same price. Five fifty for the digital. I'm sorry, four fifty for the digital. Five hundred for the for the one with the drive, and then you know, six hundred for the pro. It will have the same detachable drive. We have seen the pricing already. Okay, so five fifty for the pro. And six hundred for it with the drive. There'll be a pro digital for five fifty. So it'll go four fifty, five hundred, 
550, 600. It'll just stagger up every time. Yeah, K the Barbarian saying the same thing I'm saying. Moving units is more important. Have they struggled to move units at all? They just raised the price of the digital. Like, (laughs) I don't think they're struggling to move units. I think them raising the price on the digital is a sign of they have zero problem charging top dollar. They don't feel any pressure from, from the demand of the product to lower prices right now. We're three years into the life cycle of the, of the console, and they're like, we're raising the price on the digital. The pro, the pro digital will be 550. Pro with the drive will be 600, guaranteed. Tony always has sales. They've not done any sales on the PS5. We're three years in. When have they done a sale? They didn't raise the price of the digital. How do they not raise the price of the digital? If you want to go buy a PS5 digital right now, it's $50 more. It's $550. It's $50. I'm sorry, it's $450. It's $50 more than it was. Even though I'm not all excited for GTA, you're not excited it'll follow the same route of the PC delay as they did with 4 and 5. Maybe the reason for that delay is for the NVIDIA 50, NVIDIA 50 series to catch up. Your thoughts? I don't know if Rockstar has ever made these staggered decisions based on what's going on with PC hardware. They've never really... Have they ever come out and said... I googled it. I could not find any instance of them saying, here's why we staggered to PC. Adding a detachable drive interface and charging more for it isn't raising the price of an old model. Well, I didn't say they were raising the price of the old model. I was saying they're raising the price of the PS5 digital. When you go to the market right now and you want to buy a PS5 digital, it's $50 more. Trying to tell the consumer, oh, but there's an optional drive? You think that matters to people who, for how long, have been trying to get a digital? That feature doesn't matter to so many of the people that want a digital. Google confirms double the performance for PS5 Pro chip, but similar for uh, NM node. So SOC will be more expensive than the PS5 larger die. So I'd expect higher price for the Pro. Like, all the people that were buying digitals up to this point don't give a rip about a disk drive. So being like, it's $50 more. Why? Well, because you could add a drive later. Huh? And if I add that drive later, it's going to cost me more money? Like, why wouldn't I just buy the one with the drive included? It's actually cheaper to do it that way. I... Yeah, we won't. We're not going to see eye to eye on that. We debated that the, whenever we covered this the last time. I, I, at a technical level, you're correct. Consumer perception level, it's fifty dollars more for the digital. Four NMs, four nanometer. Oh, okay. Consumer perception is it's fifty dollars more for the digital, and if they're interested in the digital, charging them more, mo- charging them more money for a feature they have no intention of using and had no intention of using earlier this year when they were maybe trying to get a digital right they're always going to target and check in or whatever and they can't get their hands on a digital now they're finally digital's around and they're going to pay $50 more for a feature they're not interested in they're like I download my games I don't buy physical games this is not a benefit to me at all There weren't that many buying digital, and there's no such thing as a PS5 digital anymore. There's only one PS5, and it's 450. Yeah, again, again, we're, we we all get a little pedantic here. I yeah, I just think you're you're being you're being lawyery pedantic about it. Like the consumer doesn't care about that. From the consumer's perspective, going to a store and buying a PlayStation Five without the drive—that's a digital PS5. 
And they're like, it's $50 more. And I, I don't know what the disparity of the sales was between the disk drive and the digital. I don't know what it was. But aren't they calling it? Aren't they calling the PlayStation 5? Isn't it the digital version if you try to buy one right now? Okay, I'm going to their website. I'm going to the console. All right, let's see what they call it. You're saying there is no PS5 digital. There's only one PS5. All right. I hate these types of websites. Just let me go buy one. What is this? I just want to buy one. I don't want to learn more. I don't, I want to buy one. Do they not have them like listed? It's like I scroll and I scroll and I scroll and it's just all this fancy stuff. I just want to see the two. I just want to see the two PlayStations. That's all I want to see. Okay, 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 okay. 3D audio, yay. Choose how you... Love it. I love it when... This is PlayStation's official website. PS5 Digital Edition. That's what they're calling it. So... Demonstrated by PlayStation's own website, there is a PS5 digital. They call it digital. So the consumer, all the consumer knows is, time to go buy a digital, and it's $50 more. And doesn't come with the vertical stand. I'm spending more, and I'm getting less in the box. But you're getting the ability, but you're getting the ability to add a disk drive later. The person in the market for a digital console, you think they care about that? Again, I'm talking from the consumer's perspective. <clears throat> what Doc Dark say? I fell for the power narrative with the Series X when I was told it depends on how the devs use the system. Will a PS5 Pro be used properly? Should I risk it? Here's my take on that, Doc. I think that's a good question. The current rumors are that the PS5 Pro will accelerate ray tracing. And my research into ray tracing, I changed my mind about ray tracing. There was a time where I thought ray tracing was a gimmick that murdered performance. But the more research I have done into ray tracing, the more I have discovered that developers are really, really wanting to use ray tracing. It automates a lot of the lighting work that they typically have to do. So it automatically places the path of the light and the shadows and the intensity and all of that. So ray tracing is growing in popularity with developers purely because of not just how good it looks. It's it's multifaceted. It looks great, but it also helps with development efficiency. So... If that is the case, if we accept that that's the case, that developers are wanting to do more with ray tracing, and if we listen to Digital Foundry when they say, currently, the full suite of ray tracing is not being leveraged by the consoles, you can't do it on the S, and the PS5 and the Series X don't even leverage the full suite. If PlayStation, as they did with the PS5, if they've spoken to developers about what they want, and they developed a pro unit, and the pro unit says, hey, you can do more with ray tracing, that will be appealing to developers. It's why I said in a previous video, I believe the PlayStation 5 Pro will be market disruptive. 
it's going to cause a magnetism to the PlayStation platform for developers specifically. I actually think this generation of PlayStation is going to cause a slant toward building games for PlayStation first. Not just because they're dominating the market with saturation, but because they listened to developers. And if developers know this is a double whammy over here. We get to develop for a console that we can do more with ray tracing and make our game look great. And they also have done an amazing job saturating the market. So we're more efficient. Our project comes to market faster and we're selling to a larger share of the console market. Oh, and PlayStation owners buy games in large numbers. Like it's, it's very, it's a very winsome offer to a developer. Now you contrast that to, do you want to develop your game for PC? Yeah, maybe porting to PC seems to be a struggle for a lot of developers. It seems to be a struggle for certain engines. Capcom seems very good at it. The Decima engine seems to be very good at it. Uh, Insomnia's internal engine seems to be very good to come to PC. But some companies and some developers and some engines seem to struggle with bringing their games to PC. Narrowing your development to one platform that allows you to do more with ray tracing and has done an excellent job saturating the market, I believe is going to be very winsome and developers are going to flock to PlayStation. You're going to see a lot of second party relationships, a lot of partnerships with PlayStation going forward. That's what I think because of the hardware alone. And I think Xbox put themselves into a tough spot because developers have to spend more of their precious development time and budget which means their project comes to market late or later to develop and to make the game look worse for Series S. Like, that's not winsome to a developer. Do you want to take longer to bring your project to market while also making it look less less than ideal? You want to do that? Like, most developers are going to say, no, I don't want to do that. You're, you're extending the life of the project and we're going to make our game look worse. Now, see, I'll say all that, and I'll have all that nuance, and I'll walk all that out from the developer's perspective, and what you will be told is that I bash on the Series X and I bash on Xbox. Everything I just said is factual and research-based. But it'll get clipped, and it'll get thrown on Twitter, and I'll be told that I'm a pony who bashes Xbox and bashes the Series S. It's because people bought a Series S, and they take it personally when they feel that I'm being critical of it. I'm not being critical of the consumer or the Series S as a piece of hardware. I believe Xbox made decisions that maybe they didn't have another choice. Even Jess Corden seems to think that they faced a some kind of a, 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 a raw material shortage that led to them having to do this, right? And because of that, they're now in a situation where their platform is unappealing. It's unappealing to the consumer. It's not doing well in its sales. They can, you know, they constrain distribution. And I think PlayStation is just more winsome as a platform to developers. And GTA 6 could be a huge tipping point because if GTA 6 launches with extra features on the PS5 Pro that will have an impact on the industry you will see developers take note of that I think developers took note of what happened with Baldur's Gate 3 and the the Lord of the Rings Minds of Moria game I think developers are taking note that the games are coming late and missing features like who, nobody wants to do that should the Xbox make a Pro as well 
I think the reason they can't make a pro doc, number one, not no demand. Number two, they would then have a three-tiered system instead of a two-tiered system. Like, PlayStation's going to have a two-tiered system, and the upper tier is able to turn on more things, like ray tracing, or maybe like a 4K performance mode. So you get the 60 FPS, but you can also turn on 4K and ray tracing. Like, that's going up from the current floor. Like, PlayStation 5's current floor is very good. If you look at games like Spider-Man 2, the, the floor is excellent. And being able to go up from there is fantastic. To suddenly have an Xbox Pro in the mix and be like, well, you can go up. You still have to go down first. That's the problem. Every time you approach the Xbox console ecosystem as a developer, you got to go down before you can go up. Making the Pro a non-starter at that point. Now you got a three-tiered console and the console itself probably wouldn't sell well. Not only that, they'd have to allocate raw materials to it, and they're not doing that. They're allocating more raw materials to cloud. Because console has been devalued. We had this conversation yesterday. The Xbox, the future of the Xbox console is a cloud hybrid. I believe that. They've basically made that clear with their own internal emails and their own hardware strategy. I think there's hardware coming, and I don't think it's going to be like a, a pro, and I don't think it's going to be stronger than the X based on their own documents and their own emails and none of that's hate that's just all of everything I've just said is research based it's it's not at all like a oh I don't like Xbox it's these are what the email said these are what developers have said this is what developers are doing like that's just all research and facts based like I have no axe to grind against Xbox I've been wanting them to do something different they're not doing what I wanted them to do that's not an axe that's just consumer disappointment Eugene says the PS5 Pro just means they make the same game they're doing now and they just don't turn off things. The Series S forced them to do more than just turn off things. That's right. You got to rip out features. You got to optimize. You, you got to turn stuff down. It's 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 not a great situation to be in. And that's why a game like GTA 6 will potentially be a pretty pivotal moment. I think it'll I think it'll secure it'll secure in a lot of people's minds like where they want to play next gen games you know I think that'll I think that'll be the big change I think you could even see GTA 6 catapult Xbox's cloud efforts if they can get xCloud running with better capacity and better performance and and they could they could basically let you play GTA 6 through their cloud I think that's the big thing I'm looking for from Xbox going forward not as a consumer because I'm not really interested in cloud gaming until the infrastructure gets better but I'm interested to see if that's if that's the route they take if they start really pushing cloud they keep play anywhere play anywhere any screen any screen play anywhere any screen any screen 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 okay they're laying railroad track to basically say play all these games on cloud and if they can push the quality and give you like 4k and if they can push capacity so you're not sitting around waiting that could be their road out of this i think xbox wants to be the mcdonald's of gaming i mean mcdonald's does make money but they aren't considered the best food right but they're on every street corner so if every tv that you turn on has disney plus hulu netflix and a game pass app and every mobile device and every ipad out there is you know hey 
you know, imagine all the people that boot up Candy Crush suddenly getting advertisements for, you know, play Candy Crush and get a monthly allotment of currency in the game by signing up for Game Pass. Do you ever think about that? Do you ever think about the influx of Game Pass subscribers they could get just by like one pop-up in Candy Crush? Yeah, this really valuable currency in Candy Crush that helps you out. Yeah, we'll give you some every month. Just sign up for Game Pass. You know, we'll do we'll do monthly we'll do monthly events and pushes just for Game Pass users. Some of their plays for for revenue and subscriber influx, I think, are going to be are going to be huge, and it's not it's not going to be what we're accustomed to. It's not going to be the the big AAA blockbusters. I think they're going to take very unconventional routes. Butts clip you saying that. Look, man. It, I mean, if you don't think they're going to leverage Candy Crush to get people on the Game Pass, if they're not going to leverage King Mobile to get people on the Game Pass, I mean, uh, like you said, dude, they want to, you know, McDonald's. They want to be on every street corner. McDonald's wins, wins through quantity, not through quality. You know, you're not buying a, a five-star restaurant cheeseburger. You're buying a cheeseburger you can get in five minutes, and that's the difference. It's not a five-star cheeseburger, but you can get it in five minutes. Probably under five minutes. And that's the value they're selling you. And I don't think that's necessarily a problem. It's just a matter of what type of consumer are you? You know? And that's where you're going to land as a consumer. And so that's why it doesn't have to be personal. So a lot of times when this topic has come up, and I'm saying things like, I feel like the Xbox brand is leaning away from me. That's that's not like hate or bashing. That's these are my values. These are the things that I look for. You're not doing those things. You know? Like after the crown, I'll probably cancel Netflix for a while. Why? Cuz Netflix isn't giving me what I want. There's better programming and shows at other places. You know? I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, Netflix gets scooped up by somebody. Oh, I'm going to clip you reading my quote, then I'm going to say it was you. <laughs> Excuse me. They'd be clipping you like crazy? I mean, I, I, I think it's unavoidable when people approach things from their emotions and they, they struggle to come in and have like a, a charitable back and forth like an adult. So they resort to childish and degenerate tactics. Like, that's just not surprising at all. You know? That's just, that's, that's, that's a tale as old as time, right? Food analogy was how I found Lono, if I'm not mistaken. No, that's not true. I can't believe you forgot how we met. We met because I reacted to one of your videos. And somebody mentioned you on Twitter. I believe it was 809Lion mentioned you on Twitter and said, you got to check this out. <clears throat> and you liked my reaction video. That's how we met. Somebody put your video across my, in my Discord or something. And they're like, you, you're gonna, you'll like this video. You were being hard on Xbox about something. You said something about having the testicular, the testicular fortitude to launch... Starfield at 30 FPS. I think even back then, 
we were brothers in arms in that agreement that like you, you should you better not launch this game at 30 fps like we were in agreement all the way back then that that was going to be that was going to be a problem I mean, I saw people discussing that last night on Twitter. I saw Odie and some other people discussing that. That like they don't think that this game's going to run at 60 FPS. And I was like, I'm like, what? I was like, I don't know about that, dude. I don't know about a mainline Rockstar game launching in 2025 and being like, yeah, with no performance mode. But all Xbox fans just switch to PC. Um, if you value performance, yeah. I'll tell you what, Doc. You know what the final, you know what the final test case is for that question. What what game? What game do you think is the final test case for that? Whether or not you should just start playing on a PC. Build a PC that's 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 decently strong and can run games at 60 FPS and look pretty. What do you think the next? What do you think the test case is? There's one game left, one game left that'll push me to PC entirely. Starfield did it, and I got one. I got one foot out. I'm 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 leaving. I'm I'm out the door. I'm done with this platform. Right. I'm just gonna go to PC. There's one game left that might convince me to continue to play games to, to continue to play games on my Series X. There's one game left. What game do you think it is? It was Starfield? No. They got one thing left in the chamber. Yes, Hellblade. Hellblade 2. Correct. Those of you that said Hellblade are correct. If Hellblade can look beautiful and hit 60 FPS, if it looks next-gen, if it shows off the world's most powerful console, then I... Okay, cool. All right. You still got me. You still got me. But if Hellblade 2 looks and runs poorly on my X, or it's barely distinguishable from the Series S, I'm done. I'm done. It'll be a Game Pass machine for my kids. I will play Xbox first-party titles on my PC from that point on. I won't even look back. That's the last game. That's the last game. After that, I will be convinced that my Series X is pointless. It'll be pointless at that point. I'll be like, what's the point of this? I played Starfield on PC and got better performance. If I had to do the same thing with Hellblade, and I'm not talking about just looking prettier. I'm talking about like 60 FPS. Can, can you give me 60 FPS and look like a next-gen title? If you can't do that on my Series X, then I literally bought a false promise, and I'm done at that point. I'm walking away. It'll be, an, it'll be a Game Pass machine for my kids, and I will play Xbox titles on a PC every time from that point on. There'll be no reason to even consider the alternative. Hellblade will be 60. I need stable 60. I need a next-gen game. I don't just need, like, oh, it hits 60 sometimes. Science student says, should I invest money for GTA 6 and PS5 or in a PC upgrade or should I wait till the PS6 because they will surely make enhanced graphics versions for PS6 and PC in 2027? Bro, I have no idea. You want to sit around and if if you're operating on the assumption that the PS6 is coming in 2027, I don't think you're correct. I think it's probably 2028. I don't know. You want to wait that long to play 
a game that could be generation defining I mean that's your choice Javier Cota says me too Lono I'm with you on that Got a spot down there dude right in the small of that it'll be such a big pop when it lets go do you think Stellar Blade for PS5 will have stable 60 FPS? I've not seen enough to make a judgment call there. I would imagine anybody making a game with any sort of exclusivity to PS5 n- needs to needs to not do what Final Fantasy did. <laughs> or I'm not going to be pleased. You know what I'm saying? I've not seen enough of Stellar Blade, but if Stellar Blade pulls a Final Fantasy 16, I'll, I'll be irritated. You know, I've been consistently critical about that. You know? If I pick performance mode, then 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 give me performance mode. Like it's that simple. If, like if I order a pepperoni pizza and you give it to me and I'm like, there there's only pepperoni on half the pizza, and you're like, yeah, but it's there. Like that, no. Give me performance mode. Will you get 60 FPS in combat? N- no, that's not. Give me performance mode. It's what I'm. It's what. It's it's what. It's what I'm clicking on. <laughs> right. Final Fantasy 16's performance mode is not a performance mode. It isn't. It's. It's performance mode in combat. Like it's it's so it's it's the stupidest thing. It's probably. Yeah, it's the most it's the most critical and the most irrit- irritated I've been with something on my PS5 is that I can boot up literally any game and when I choose performance mode, that's what I get. But not in that game. It's not that bad. Oh, yes it is. Oh my gosh, it is. You come out of combat and it feels like it feels like something hap- it feels like something's wrong. When I go into a town, it feels like something is wrong. It's bad. It got worse in the second part when I got into the new area. I was like, this is terrible. Anytime I go to town, I'm like, ugh. It's truly awful. If it doesn't bother you, great. If it doesn't bother you, great. It is super noticeable. And if you like performance mode and that's how you play every game, it's it it's dog water, dude. It's like, ugh. Like, I can't stand it. Like, I was tolerating it because... I was enjoying the game a whole lot, but you play around 30 hours of Spider-Man, <laughs> you're going back to that game. It's terrible. It's it's terrible. Shockwave says, Javier Cotto. I don't just randomly yell Javier Cotto. It, that's, that's, that's an earned... That's an earned shout. <laughs> Which, by the way, guys, we're close to 1,900 members. Uh, we were pushing for 100 today and 100 tomorrow. If we hit 75, I'll owe you 15. I will gift those members at the end of this stream. We do not have an upload today. We were not planning on doing an upload because we just assumed we would boot up, we would watch the trailer, and that would sort of just eat all day. And anything else I tried to do wouldn't do well. Well, that obviously got shot to sunshine because the trailer got pushed out early because of the leaker. So we went with more of a traditional monologue format, discussion format, but that meant I didn't record an upload. Instead of recording an upload, I was playing a game that I'm going to review for you guys. And so... This trailer broke and and ruined it ruined my evening. 
I had to completely change my 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 schedule. I had to come down and instead of sitting on the couch with my wife and watching a TV show and relaxing, I had to write like half the monologue. Um, ugh, yeah. So no upload today. So I'm gonna give you guys a little bit of time. If you guys want to push the members, feel free to push the members. I'll give you about ten minutes. I'm gonna schedule our uh, our debrief. It's gonna be a debrief on today's stream. That's a great reason. Uh, to be a member a great reason to be a member is these debriefs uh, the day the day doesn't end for the members uh, they're able to continue watching and continue hanging out and uh, if you got a gifted membership that means you can come with us if you've never done a membership before on YouTube it's five bucks and you get a ton of extra content you get a badge you get emotes you get into our members only discord that's five dollars for the entire month and it supports me directly and I'm gonna set I'll set our member stream for 1245 yo DK beggar always keeps the line moving so faithful with those single gifts it takes us to 62 it'll be a brief debrief yeah we got work to do we got work to do so it will be a, it will be a, 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 a brief debrief it'll be a brief brief a brief brief it'll be a brief brief debrief Brief about briefs. Okay, there we go. Okay. <laughs> What's uh themes pushing complete edition? They don't have a date yet. It's holding Joker Quinn, another faithful single gifted member, jumping in, help these guys out, do a little final push here. Single gifteds make a quick train. Thank you guys very much. Just cancel the debrief and go to writers. <laughs> Cruiser says, I'm not trying to hear any excuses about not being ready. What did what did Abe say? Oh, just cancel the debrief and go to writers. No, 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 no. Anytime we get new members, I want to I want to at least hang out for 30 minutes or so. Killer Delta helps out. We got a little single gifted train, guys. Hop on, push us at least to 75. I'll owe you guys 15. I'll do the 15 right at the buzzer. This is a great time to do this. It's at the end of the stream. Mostly very faithful viewers are hanging out at this point. The legacy is here all of the time. He got a gifted and Chase Irons is here all the time. You know, I appreciate seeing names like that get a gifted membership. Like, the Legacy has a gold badge and just got a gifted. So we like seeing people be able to maintain those streaks and be able to continue hang out. Not everybody can afford a membership. And those gifteds really, really help out. If you've ever received a gifted membership and you're like, hey, I could pay for my own, just pay it forward, gift a member to somebody else. Um, if you can't afford a membership right now, we greatly appreciate you supporting the channel by listening, lurking, viewing, hitting the like button helps, hitting subscribe helps, chatting, leaving comments, all those things help. You do not, don't ever feel like you have to do a membership. Uh, and the more often you're here, the more likely you will get a membership. Real great thing to do right now is to do one final push for 500 likes. That will help this video. When I'm no longer live, these entire broadcasts are available and that does help us out. you see I finally got a gifted I did see that you finally got a gifted yo Chase Irons hits 65 there it is 
potentially tempting somebody to drop a 10 bomb nice layup chase iron 65 out of 75 you i did notice that you finally got it gifted i guess i am curious you created your account less than a month ago and i'm curious as to why if you if you're in here on an alt i not really not really interested in that I've, it's always a bit peculiar when so you made it you made your account on my birthday like always a little strange in my mind brand new account stumbled into my channel i don't know about that got a lot of people doing that recently <clears throat> The GTA trailer was running on PS5 Pro. No, 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 no. That trailer, that trailer was, was, uh, was in engine, likely fully rendered P on a P well, not a PC, but on, on like a, a dev kit. I don't, I don't think that, I don't think it was running on a, on a PS5 Pro dev kit. I had the brand account thing going on. Oh, I remember that. Okay, that's a valid answer. No, that's a valid answer because you were around for a long time and I was like, wait a minute. I know for a fact we interacted before November of this year. So it it kind of made my it made my alarm bells go off. I was like, wait a minute. I know we've interacted before now. What's what's going on here? Clearly it was an in-engine trailer. Um I've been here since you started doing the Starfield stuff. That's what I was going to say, but I thought you had a membership before. I feel like you've been in members-only content before. Which, again, it's like, I, you know, I'm always always a little curious, like, how that, how that sort of a thing happens. You already know PC users will get the early release copy because they are the real gangsters. Copies of... Grand Theft Auto 6, which is not launching on PC when it launches? What do you mean? Launching on PlayStation 5 and Series X con- Series X and X consoles. It's it's a Rockstar release. It's just staggered on PC. Maybe gifted? Well, he has a white badge because he's on a brand new account. They were showing the Switch version. But the point stands, we've gotten far too away from daily food analogies. This is not the way. I had to delete my second alt thing and remake it. I did that when you mentioned it to me back on your birthday. It took me a minute. Might have had to delete what I wa- what I had. I was trying to combine them. Yeah, like I said, I thought you had a membership before. I remember interacting with you in members-only content. Unless I'm going crazy. Maybe it was somebody else. I thought for certain. I thought for certain. Alright, guys. In three minutes, I'm going to gift the ten members that I owe you. Uh, If we get ten more, if we get 75, I owe you 15. I will do 15 members. I do five every 25. You guys have two minutes now. Two minutes. 70 million on a video. It's currently sitting at 77 million views. It's nuts. It's absolutely insane. His old name was Power Boss. I remember we were trying to get him a membership on my birthday and he couldn't get it and we couldn't figure out what was going on. Sneaky fat guy upgrades to Reforge Rider. Thank you so much for doing that. 
that's an easy way to jump out of the gifted member pool if you want to take your own membership and pay for it uh, you can upgrade for a dollar to reforge rider that's our end of the day segment where we plan the next day gift me please we don't have the ability to target anybody with a gifted membership I wish we could um, but we don't have the ability to do that uh, you just have to kind of hang out and hope to get one you might get one I'm going to gift 10 in a second here I'm going to gift 10 in a second unless we hit 75 then I'll gift 15 I'll gift more sometimes we do like a scramble at the end of the stream like slam a bunch in people like to keep me from going to the next segment they've done that before <laughs> held me hostage your day one you don't care if it's 30 FPS oh I certainly do I, I agree with what Hey It's Ollie's saying. Like, I think releasing a Grand Theft Auto in 2025 without a performance mode would be... I think that'd be a deal breaker for a lot of people. They'd be like, what? You know? You're five years in to, to, to the life cycle of the console. I just... I can't... I cannot think... I cannot think that people would be okay with that. Hmm. Dude, they're 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 doing that again. They're doing that again. They're putting they're putting a scheduled stream in front of so many people that they they can't do that, man. <laughs> the scheduled stream should not be put in front of people before I'm live. Sorry, y'all. I bought more unneeded RGB fans, so the fun money fund is a little thin right now. Yeah, guys, that's fine. Zubair can't do it. Okay, it's 1245. I'm going to do the 10 that I owe, and then we're going to get out of here. So if you get one of these gifted memberships, you can come with us to the debrief that we're about to go to. Here comes the uh, 50 bucks, 10 gifted members that I owe you. Boom. There you go. I don't know about a deal breaker. The way that Gotham Knights was treated, the way that Redfall was treated, the way that Starfield was treated, dude, I don't think a Grand Theft Auto would weather that storm very well. I think people would be ticked off. I think they'd be t- they would be ticked. So your debrief on the homepage, not this. It's so weird. We had 80,000 impressions on this video before I went live. That's terrible. Like that's terrible. <laughs> That's too many impressions. Give me those impressions once I'm live, not before I'm live. YouTube's back to its old ways again. Like, that doesn't help. That doesn't help. 80,000 impressions on just a, a thumbnail. It's like, what the frick? Okay, if you just got a gifted membership, I'm going to do... Uh, hang on a second. This is set to auto start. This is... Hang on. The second stream's not set right. Give me one second. I have to refresh and uncheck this. In auto start, I can't. I can't go live. It won't let me. There we go. All right, I'm gonna put a link in chat, and that's where we're headed. You can also ride the redirect. If redirect doesn't work, you'll have to come back to the to the YouTube channel and scroll down to the members only playlist to find it, or go to your live. Um, what's creature? You better check your boy before we get in free members. What? What are you talking about, Butters? The outrage doesn't matter if it doesn't really lead to reduced sales. 
I mean, I guess that's true. All right. There's a link in chat. Hang on. I'm going to start the new stream and redirect. Thanks so much for being a member. If this showed up in your feed or you got an announcement or like a ping that like you got a gifted member or whatever, we had uh, 65 members today that were gifted. I gifted uh, 10 of my own. So 75 new members today. If this is the first time you've gotten a membership or you're a longtime member, man, welcome back in. We're going to debrief today on the GTA 6 live stream and the trailer. We were going to watch it together, but because of the leaker, it got pushed early, so I didn't have an upload today. Ordinarily, we do a talk show and then an upload. We didn't think that was a good idea the day that the GTA 6 trailer was going to hit. We're like, we'll just react to it, and then we'll get out of there instead of trying to do an upload. An upload on any other topic would have just not done well, but I couldn't record an upload because I didn't have time. I had to pivot in the evening, so I'm going to end the previous stream, and I'm going to bring everybody over through Redirect, uh, who is a member